All right, welcome back to the Savant Podcast, and this is episode 39. So today we're going to be talking uh, some MMA and uh, boxing for the first time. So we're going to call these episodes uh, One to Mayweather. And then, you know, the more we talk about, we'll just keep adding numbers to the end is, ends of them. But for this episode, we're going to be doing kind of a wrap-up of 2021, break down the top grossing cards, MMA and boxing, and then break down our top 10 fights. But I'm joined once again by Bobby Shades. Bobby, how are you doing today? What up? What up? I'm good, man. You know what I'm saying? Always living life, you know what I'm saying? Taking it one at a time, one day at a time, you know what I'm saying? So Awesome. Yeah, thanks for joining. And uh, yeah, big success. The last episode you were on, the year-end podcast. Mm -hmm. Uh, Lots of great reviews from everyone who's listened to it so far. Yes, sir. And I think, I believe there's been about 20 uh, listens uh, since it's dropped, which is the most we've had in that span of time. Damn, for real? <laughs> yeah, no, no. It's actually getting some good reviews. So. Uh, oh, shit, okay. Yeah, man, you got this. You got this. Appreciate it. I was a little nervous on that last one, y'all, so I appreciate y'all, you know what I'm saying, bearing with me and, uh, you know, just, yeah, just tuning in, you know what I'm saying? Awesome. So let's get into it. So... For those who don't know, during when we were recording the year-end kind of top 10 lists, Bobby wanted to talk about MMA and, you know, boxing in that, like, do a kind of top 10. Uh, but we it ended up being two and a half hours. So we decided to do a separate podcast, kind of just break down, you know, just so we have more time to break it down and kind of air it out. But we're going to start it off with, so I'm going to ask you, Bobby, so when was the first time you, like, the UFC MMA caught your eye? And uh, boxing, especially. And the fact that you're in New York. Uh, you know, there's been a lot of big fights at Madison Square Garden over the years. You know, before we were both born and, you know, currently. Yep. Uh, but just kind of break down the timeline of your your fandom for uh, uh, fighting. So pretty much, when I was like in middle school or whatever, um, it was kind of like out of nowhere, right? Because I feel like everybody in the world at this point has heard of Mike Tyson. So I pretty much just like kind of out of nowhere, just like, just chilling or whatever and just like start watching videos of like all his knockouts i'm gonna tell you right now man like that man has been deadly forever you know what i'm saying like and back then i didn't really know much about mike tyson i like i said i was really only watching his knockouts and his videos and everything but um my dad would watch boxing and um he would try to put me on the box and everything but sometimes i'd be like eh, you know what i'm saying i would just like try to turn away from it but you know after a while like you know, like I said, I picked up my phone and just start watching videos of Mike Tyson just knocking people out. And I'm like, damn, I'm like, <laughs> I'm like, this shit kind of cool. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, this, this is, this is kind of cool. So from there, you know, like I said, just start watching boxing, start watching fights and going back. You know what I'm saying? Like I start watching videos with my videos with my dad and, you know, Ali and everything. And he would tell me like, you know, like, yeah, this is that, you know, like he would be putting me on game about it. And that's kind of where it started at. Right. So, but for MMA, MMA, I kind of got started on, actually, it's funny, because I know they got, uh, you know, it's a term that they use for, like, people who kind of, like, get on MMA, like, kind of new, call them casuals. I don't knock nobody for doing something that, you know, that, that they just, like, you know, coming on to, like, I don't knock nobody for that, but I guess I can kind of be a casual, but I've been in MMA for, like, since uh, 2020. But for me, the way I am, I, I look at, like, everything from, like, the past to now, so I'll, like, you know, I'll watch all the fights that I can now, and then, like, look at fights that I've, you know, missed from back then. But Obviously, you know, I've, I've always heard of Conor McGregor. You know, I've always heard of like the Diaz brothers and all these people, but I never watched it though. John Jones, you know what I'm saying? I've always heard of them, but I never watched it though until like 
in 2020 where like coworker of mine, former coworker, coworker of mine, you know, picked MMA like over boxing. Cause I was like, you don't like boxing? She was like, nah. And um, I started watching MMA from there. And I'm like, you know, I see why. Cause I'm not saying that MMA is better than boxing, but that shit is equally as entertaining as, you know, boxing. You know what I'm saying? But um, yeah, like I said, you know, just watching, like I said, Conor McGregor, John Jones, Diaz brothers, you know, just a bunch of these guys. But yeah, you know, that, that was like my little time of when I uh, picked up on these things. Awesome. That's cool, man. And for myself, so a little bit different. So I would say, and not to bring up, you know, WWE, but I would, I would say like, you know, when I was younger, you know, the, the old like SmackDown versus Raw games definitely was into that with friends and stuff. Absolutely. Yeah. Kind of what happened was, you know, obviously Brock Lesnar, you know, started there. And then I remember when he first, I think, yeah, UFC 100 wasn't his first fight, but it was like a few cards before that. And I wasn't watching anything like and then it was like around the time where I was kind of looking at all, you know, stats for sports and like rankings, whether it was baseball, basketball, hockey, uh, something I've done from a young age. But then, you know, once I saw Brock Lesnar was going to the UFC and all those promos were pretty cool. This is like, you know, right up when YouTube was kind of starting up, Yeah. kind of brought me to it. And then, you know, obviously seeing John Jones, you know, him being the youngest ever champion, just so, so mesmerized by the way he fights. And then all the guys he's beaten and watching those fights Yeah. and seeing how (laughs) dominant they were in their prime. And then kind of going back to like the pride days when a lot of those, you know, older fighters were in pride and rampage, right? I think rampage is in pride, right? Yeah. Rampage is in pride. Yep. Like Leota, another guy, like all, all those guys were kind of in, uh, what's his face? Fedor. Mm-hmm, Fedor. And then finding about Fedor and he's, you know, not even in the UFC and then learning about other organizations. And at this point I wasn't, you know, I think actually the first fight I ever watched live was. It was the Cain Velasquez versus Junior Dos Santos. Mm-hmm. And it was the first fight on Fox Sports, I believe. And uh, we were on a ho- hockey tournament. This is probably like grade eight, grade nine. And it, it was in, uh, on the island, Vancouver Island, uh, for those who don't know. And it was at a ho- we were at a hotel kind of restaurant and it happened to be on the TV. And, you know, our whole team wasn't paying attention, but all the dads were like getting really into it. Uh, and it ended up being, you know, a crazy upset with Junior Dos Santos knocking out Cain Velasquez. Mm-hmm. And then after that, I, I wouldn't, I wouldn't say I watched any because, you know, we're up in Canada. You know, it took a while for fights to kind of get on TSN. Like all the, like all the fight night cards, you know, you can watch up here, which is great. But all the other fights, I would have to, you know, stream or whatever. But you know, it wasn't until you know Connor, you know, started yeah fighting and seeing him like on YouTube and stuff. And I think the first fight I watched was. Uh, the first Poirier fight, and because that was the it was a John Jones versus Cormier first fight, uh-huh. and because that was when if you remember that press conference where they kind of headbutted and and then John like <laughs> threw him. Yo, that's like one of my favorite. Yeah, and then John does like the roar and the you know the MGM. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then and they were on that card. They were like the co-main. The fucking shoot through. That was crazy. That was crazy. Uh, everyone was oh, like, "Yo, that's man. some roid rage." And then years later, you know, he got busted. Obviously, but oh yeah, you know, we're yep. not gonna. He got busted, I think. He got busted, like, right after that fight, too, though. Yeah, it was, like, right right before the, they announced the second one. Yeah. Um, I believe, yeah. Yeah, actually, yeah, you're right. Yeah. And, uh, and I mean... Talking about some dick pills. <laughs> yeah, it was, like, you know, he went on Joe Rogan, I saw that. I can't, man. And it was so minuscule where I remember seeing some, not scientists, but just people who are familiar saying, like, if he actually injected it, like the whatever steroid it was, it would have been his levels would have been way higher. Mm-hmm. But then there's also people who say that 
you know, he could have taken it at the right time. So it kind of left his system, but then he didn't, you know, do it far in advance. But who knows? We're not going to break down all of that debacle. We will one day. Yeah, we, we, yeah, we, we, we not, we not USADA. <laughs> yeah, we, we not USADA out here. I can't remember the guy's name who runs USADA, but anyways. Yeah, so after that first Connor fight, and then I think it was the Dennis Seaver fight, mm-hmm. watch that, and then the Chad Mendez Connor fight, and then, you know, the Aldo crazy fight. He beat Eddie Alvarez's ass, bro. I swear he beat his ass, like, confidently. Yeah, that, and that was the first pay-per-view I ever bought with my buddies. That was, and that, that card was crazy. You know, that was like Woodley versus Thompson. Oh yeah. Uh, Yoel Romero had that crazy knee on, uh, Chris Weidman. Mm-hmm. Uh, that was crazy, but yeah, amazing fight card. And yeah, one fight I went, I think it got canceled. Uh, Don Cerrone versus Kane or, uh, Kevin Gastelum. Mm-hmm. And that was when, and I was a huge Gastelum fan, you know, when he was at, and that was his last fight at 170, and then he ended up going 185. I like um Cerrone because he's like just like a tough warrior. Like he mm. looks like a tough as nails type of guy when you just look at him. But like when you see him fight, and like even though like I think he's like on a on a loose streak right now, right? Yeah. Even even though even though it's like that right now, I I still think he's a warrior. You know what I'm saying? I still think he's like. To me, he's like one of like a vet in my opinion. Like you know, he's been around for like a long time in my opinion, or like a while. Yeah, he was like way back in the WEC days. You know, fighting uh, that one of the ben, uh, Benson Henderson. That was a good fight mm-hmm. back in the day. And for those who don't know who the WC is, it's like the it was another organization, and then the UFC bought them. And Jose Aldo was in that organization. Dominic Cruz. Jose Aldo is another one, man. Yeah, dude. His early like crazy, like those guys. This kicks. dude's leg. This yo, I was about to say this dude's leg kick. Yo, I yo see, like I was saying before, man. I I like. Even though I caught on to it like kind of late, I would say, I still like went back to like so many fighters, like old fights and everything. Aldo, man, yo, this dude literally like, I was telling my dad about it, bro. He, this dude literally did some action movie type finish, bro. Like, I don't, I forgot which fight it was, but I remember like, it was like the mat was blue. He had these yellow trunks. He always wear yellow trunks though. So I mean, it's kind of hard to be like, Yeah, I think oh, that he, was against Cub Swanson. You, you know yeah, what I'm talking about, right? When he did, we need him in the head. Yo, yeah, that was crazy. oh my God, bro. Like, you only said movies were like, that was like, he could have just saw it coming and just said, you know, I'm throwing that knee. But I don't know, man. Something about it just like, it felt like he did it instinctually and just bam, it connected and it just ended right there. I swear to God, bro, I've never seen something like that. Yeah, that that was crazy. And even the first, uh, what was it? Um, oh, the guy Connor fought the first time uh, for the interim title. Which one? Um, Sean Mendez, or uh, Mendez, Mendez. Chad, yeah, Chad Mendez. Yeah, Chad, Chad, not Sean Mendez, oh we're not talking music today, and uh, we'll never <laughs> talk Sean Mendez. I don't think I'm. Oh yeah, this, no. So I don't know that. <laughs> but uh, yeah, Chad Mendez, their first fight, and I remember they were kind of grappling against the cage, mm-hmm. and Aldo kind of ran away from him, and he was turned around, and then Chad followed him, and he turned around right into a knee, and it just like knocked him out. Yeah, Aldo is a bad man. No, Aldo is dangerous. Like, imagine being a fight. That's like, bro. I, I mean, like I said, this is kind of like me being a casual, but like, man. If I was to get need like Ben Askren, if I was to get need like any one of them fighters that Aldo need in his career, I'm sorry, man. I might have to hang it up, bro. I don't know. Because <laughs> you need me like that and I'm going down hard on the mat, I'm done, bro. I don't know. I just might have to hang it up, bro, because they, they, they don't look good. Yeah, it's crazy because we'll get into a bit of boxing, but, uh, you know, all the people have died in the ring and oh, you know, yeah, even, yeah. even in MMA, you know, not, you know, UFC, there hasn't been any deaths fortunately but uh you know in other organizations there's been definitely some serious injuries 
Yeah, some somebody actually died recently in a bare knuckle boxing, right? I forgot the dude's name. I don't know. Yes, I yeah, I know you're talking about, but yeah, that that's another thing like that. Yeah, like people die with boxing gloves, and then they decide to do bare knuckle. You know, and it's like, it's crazy uh, because it wasn't even my fault. It wasn't even the way like he got hit or anything like that. It was actually the way his body fell after being hit, and that bro, that literally led to his death after that. Like the way he fell after being knocked out, I think he kind of like. I don't know. His body was kind of like going down in like a, a weird position, but I think once his head hit, I think it had something to do with his neck or something like that. And it just, it was over after that. Like he was going after that, I think. Yeah. And that's another thing. And for anyone who's listening, who's, you know, interested in, you know, getting into, you know, MMA or boxing, I myself have done, you know, I've gone to a few gyms just to train, not no sparring or anything. You know, I've had my fair share of concussions, so I'm not trying to, you know, spar out here. But, you know, ever since, you know, the YouTubers and, you know, me and Bobby were talking about this off the podcast, but all the YouTubers and, you know, we talked about the Jake Paul, you know, coming in, kind of KSI starting this kind of whole YouTube boxing thing and kind of spanned all these, you know, the TikTokers versus YouTubers. And yeah, no one's gotten seriously hurt yet, but you definitely got to caution yourself when, you know, stepping in to the ring because a lot of these guys who do that, that's all they can do. And a lot of them, like even the Adesanya versus Gaston fight in the final round, where he's like, "I'm ready to die." Like, oh yeah, like, yeah, 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 I remember that. Which is like that. crazy because you know he pieced him up in the fifth round, but you know he got beat up, you know, for most of that fight. And a lot of those fighters are like willing and ready to die in that ring. Exactly. You know what? Wilder, Wilder, for, not only for the fans and yeah, go ahead. Wilder did the same thing, man. Yeah, I'm telling you. Yeah. Because remember the second fight, he was upset at his trainer, uh, Mark Breland, because um he didn't let him go out on his shield but see that's the thing man you know fighters i get it you know and that's the warrior spirit that they got inside them you know what i'm saying like they're just ready to die this is it's, watching boxing and mma is like watching the gladiators go at it except you know they ain't got no weapons but they got the gloves and the, you know and the people watch like it's just like that it's like watching the fight in the coliseum but um you know it's a little bit different obviously because nowadays you know it's, we're in the present now you know man but that's the thing man you know these that fighting spirit can get can get you really hurt bad you know what i'm saying like killed and um you know but thank god the trainers got like enough sense to like let these fighters like you know throwing the towel and be like nah stop the fight stop the fight because i don't want this man to i want this man to live another, live another day so he can fight another day you know what i'm saying but man that's that's just how it is though you know what i'm saying yeah that's kind of why i do respect uh mma referees like you know when they fighters protest and yeah don't get me wrong there's definitely a lot of fights where they're stopped too early but some of the ones were like they hit their head on the canvas like face first and then they get back up and then they're like, why'd you stop it? Yeah. Those ones, it's like if he keeps hitting you with your head, you know, on the mat, like it's going to it's going to cause some damage, you know, may take some years off your life. Yep. So that's why I do respect with like the TKO, TKOs, I should say. Uh, and yeah, they do have it in boxing, but they take a lot more punishment. You know, if you look at the amount of punches thrown. Absolutely. In boxing, but yeah, this kind of wraps up we'll, our kind of introduction to fighting. We'll we'll do another episode where we go back in time and kind of look at different fights, uh, different years in fighting. But let's get to 2021 as it is 2022, but we're going to look back on last year. So we're going to go, we're going to start off with the top 10 grossing cards of 2021. And it's going to be more than 10. I just added because uh, a lot of them are pretty close or identical in pay-per-view vibes. But I mean, that's there's no way it's identical. I always question some of these numbers because, like, for example, like Usman Masvidal 2 and Usman Covington 2 both say 700,000, which, I mean, that just doesn't seem 
correct. You know what I'm saying? But mm-hmm. and it, it is just and these numbers are just U.S. buys. So this does not take into account uh, world buys. I wasn't able to find uh, the world buys for whatever reason. So right. let's start at number one. Uh, so UFC 257, uh, Poirier versus McGregor two. Uh, so this was 1.6 million buys. Obviously McGregor, all his fights are over, you know, a million buys. Yeah, McGregor's a bomb, man. Yeah. Oh, a fucking, <laughs> a literal bomb in the UFC, like that that guy. Yeah, and right below it is the third fight. And, you know, the second fight was very, I wouldn't say it was as ant- anticipated as the third fight because... You know, Connor was very, he was very mellow. He was very nice to Dustin Poirier. Yeah, Mr. Mr. Nice Guy, yeah. And to my knowledge, I believe he was, before this fight, he was assuming that he was going to fight Manny Pacquiao in boxing. So he was doing a lot of boxing training, not a whole lot of MMA. And I'm not trying to make excuses for Connor, but if you watch the fight, like he was in a boxing stance, he wasn't moving, you know, he yep. wasn't bouncing around yep. like he usually does. Exactly. Even in the third fight, if you look at the difference, it's totally different. Connor's very loose. Well, back then he was very loose. Like, mm-hmm. he, you know, arms out, bouncing around like you just said, you know what I'm saying? But like you just said, he was in that stiff boxing stance. Like, like you know, nah, <laughs> you're going to have flying kicks coming at you, bro, any second. So I don't, I don't know. <laughs> you don't, you don't want to be in that position for too long. Yeah, kind of similar to how... Not, I wouldn't say Nick, but how Nate Diaz fights, you know, all that weight on that front leg. Mm-hmm. And then in the second fight, when Connor beat him, you know, he started that fight, you know, with all those kicks to the front leg. Yeah. And then when able was able to piece, you know, Diaz off like in the first two rounds. And then, you know, Diaz kind of came back and then Connor run, won the fifth, arguably. But yeah, so, you know, Connor, you know, had those calf or Poirier, I should say, you know, hit Connor with those calf kicks. Yep. And for those who don't know, you know, calf kicks are definitely people like sometimes casuals will watch it and be like, oh, he's just getting kicked in the calf. But there's no there's not a, a lot of like, you know, muscle and, you know, meat, I should say, around your leg. So when you get kicked there, it hits the tendons and it can shut off, you know, your whole ankle. That's why you see sometimes guys will roll their ankles when they get kicked in the leg or in the calf, I should say. Yep. And and um, on top of that, too, you know, what I'm saying like, remember, if you're in a stance right where you're fighting you know, sometimes, like, your power comes off of, you know, your leg, mm-hmm. right? And remember, it's, like, the whole leg. This ain't, like, just, like, you know, just the calf. But remember, the calf is, like, the calf is part of the foundation of your leg. So if your calf is gone, you know what I'm saying, and you're getting hit like that in the calf, you know, you ain't going to be standing for too long. You, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like, exactly. You're going to feel that. Yeah, no, for real. And, yeah, and then he after, you know, got the calf kicks, then, you know, after you get hurt to a certain point, you're going to be checking those. And then... Even, you know, Dustin, he's such a good boxer, you know, it goes to the body and then, you know, a lot of fighters, when they go to the body, they, you know, you have to drop your hands down. You don't, you don't want to get hit in the body, especially in MMA with, you know, the four ounce gloves. Nope. And then it kind of opened up his, you know, head and then, you know, he was knocked out for the first time in his career. Yep. I mean, you know, when I, when I, like when I first heard that, cause I didn't get to like watch that fight. Yeah, I didn't either. I was working. Yeah. But when I, like when I went back and like seen the clips, yeah, when I, when I seen that man, I was like, damn. And I'm telling you, like, even everybody said this, obviously like after the fight, of course, maybe even during like the press conferences and everything, like this ain't Connor. This is not Connor, right? Like, like the Connor that I saw before that, when he was fighting, that was Connor. Yeah. In my opinion. Like he, I mean, I look, I don't want to like put no disrespect on, uh, Cerrone's name, but man, Connor ate him up. Like Connor ate him. It was like what forty seconds that he beat him. Yeah, right. It, yeah. Might, it might have been less. It might have been less, but he he ate him up though, right? And that was the Connor after he had fought Habib, right? Mm-hmm. And 
obviously he got wrecked when he was fighting Habib, but that's just Habib. You know what I'm saying? Another GOAT we could talk about another day or even in, even in this episode. But like I said, you know, Connor fighting Dustin Poirier in the second fight was not Connor. That wasn't a Connor we weren't like, you know, used to seeing because he just wasn't himself in that fight. But the third fight. <laughs> yeah, that was definitely that was the Connor that was, you know, working on boxing. And, you know, he was hoping after, you know, he thought obviously he was going to like maul through Dustin the first round and then get to fight Manny Pacquiao, but that didn't happen. So then we got this third fight uh, last summer. Yeah, 1.5, just over 1.5 million buys. And yeah, Connor definitely, you know, I was watching the highlights earlier, but he definitely started off better with the kicks and, you know, hit Dustin with a few leg kicks, you know, was kind of piecing him up. He hit him with a few hard shots, uh, but then he, you know, he almost got, or he got taken down, but tried to go for a guillotine. Yeah. Which I was confused by, because, you know. That was, you know. To me, that was like a failed guillotine. I was like, what the hell are you doing? Because now that one, I watched that. Yeah, that, that was almost like Dustin's guillotine on yeah. the B, but he actually had it a little bit tighter because Dustin actually grapples out here. Yeah, so, yeah, I'm, in my head, when I was watching that live, because I watched that one live, when I was watching it, I was like, Dustin's probably looking like, the fuck is this guy doing? Mm-hmm. Like, you don't wrestle? Like, I've never, you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. no, you don't, you don't do that. But, yeah, no, I feel like when he was doing calf kicks too, though, I feel like he was trying to get back at Dustin for the second fight. Like, he was just kind of like, you know, like, you know what I'm saying? You fucked me up with that last one. I got you for this one, bro. All right, cool. But that shit, clearly that shit didn't work out because you know the end result yeah and yeah the end result you know he broke his leg but yeah in a freak accident you know very similar to anderson silva's broken leg chris weidman's broken oh, leg yeah. chris, why, yep. uh so yeah like hopefully you know i don't know if we'll get this you know rematch number four i mean i don't even want to see it i'd rather see i think we are I, I heard it we that, that it was gonna happen yeah like if uh if dustin beat you know Oliveira for the title you know, if, maybe we yeah. got it. but now Oliveira wants Connor in like May or something, yeah. uh, which he should get because you know we'll get to uh, the Oliveira fight, which was last year as well, where he won against Chandler. But you know, twenty eight fights in the UFC before his you know first title shot, and yeah, he's two and zero as a as a champion or or one and zero with the one you know title defense. Uh, but we'll get to that fight. But yeah, that's a fight I would love to see. Uh, but I don't know if Connor can keep up with the pace Oliveira has and that grappling. So it'll be interesting. It'll be interesting. Yeah, no, no, Oliveira, man, Oliveira is a dangerous fighter, bro. Like mm-hmm. this guy, bro. Like this guy, literally, like it's like I won't even say I, I'm. I'm not gonna say you can't adapt to him, but like he's just he's almost like to me he's almost like unpredictable. Yeah, because he can he can start off one round as just doing one thing, like maybe he'll just like start striking you or something or whatever, or just like hit, or like maybe like doing whatever it is. Mm-hmm. Second round. If he was, let's say, striking the first round, let's say second round, he might just come at you. He might, he might just try to um go for the legs, bro. Yeah, no, exactly. He might just try to go for the legs and just shoot at the legs and just try to take you down. This guy is unpredictable and dangerous, bro. That's why I like him. And yeah, that's what he did. Poirier fight. Exactly. Mm-hmm. That's exactly what he did. That's why I like him, too. Mm-hmm. This guy got like so many styles to him. Yeah, 100%. But uh, on to the next uh, card, and we'll just do the top five uh, MMA and then top five boxing. But so next was 259. So... Uh, Blahovitz versus Adesanya. Uh, so this was Adesanya going up to try and you know be a double champ, get the 205 championship. And as a Polishman uh, myself, I was very, very happy that Blahovitz was able to you know get that title defense over Adesanya. Yeah, I remember he was a huge underdog, and I you know got a bunch of my buddies to put money down on him because I was like, yo, he's literally so like Adesanya. I think he came under the 205 limit. Yeah, Jan must have been like 225 in that ring. Like, so, Damn. which is, and you know, he wrestled him. It wasn't the most exciting fight, but, you know, props to Adesanya. You know, he took the loss like a true champion, ended up, you know, 
going back down to 185, defending that again. Uh, we'll see what happens. Really pumped for the you know Robert Whitaker fight, the rematch. Oh yeah, yeah. Oh, they say Robert Whitaker's. They say Robert Whitaker's gonna um. You know, I, I, people feel like Robert, Robert Whitaker's gonna beat him this fight, in my opinion. But who knows? I love Robert Whitaker, and but just like the way Adesanya pieced him up on the feet, like he's gonna have to take him down, and he's gonna have to try and do what Jan did. Yeah, because yeah, he did look good in his last fight, but I'm I'm just not sure right now. You know what I'm saying? Like it's just. It's hard because I was gonna say he fought Vittori last fight, right? Yes, yeah, okay, and yeah. He and that, that was kind of a, a mid fight, but yeah, he you know he was able to stop a lot of the Vittori's takedowns. I think Vittori got like one or two, but yeah, but even Vittori, he's you know very very much improved over the last while, mm-hmm. and then even you know, I mean Derek Brunson's made his way up, so we'll see what happens with him. Yeah, I'm not sure he's who he's supposed to fight next, but because uh, it was supposed to be on the year end card. But moving on, so then the next 261, so this was Usman Masvidal 2. And this was uh, 700 buys, 700,000 buys, I should say. Quite a drop-off because the first fight was like 1.2, 1.4 million buys. And, you know, it was a very let-down fight. Usman just kind of wrestled uh, Masvidal. But this fight, you know, we'll get to it in our uh, top 10 fights. We'll, we'll break down the whole fight, but this was a crazy one. God. And then right below that at 700,000 as well, 268. Another great fight, Usman versus Covington too. Mm-hmm. Yeah, great, great fight. Yeah, shout out to the first fight, which was yeah one of the best fights I've ever seen. That, that fight, the first fight was phenomenal, phenomenal, bro. That was, fun. and even this fight was like the very technical fight. Uh, I just love. I mean, I, I don't love you know his antics, but I love Colby's fighting style. Like he's yeah, yeah. Colby, like my opinion about Colby, man. Like I think in my opinion about Colby, like he even though he's not like number one, I think I'm not saying he deserves to be the like number two. You know, if you can't, like, you know how they say, you know, be number one, you know, and he's like number two or whatever. Like, you know, I, I don't think that he should be mad at that because, I mean, I'm not saying that Kobe can't be beat, but, you know what I'm saying? Usman's a different dog, man. Usman's like a different, like, type of <laughs> fighter, man. Like, he he's different. Like, he truly is a nightmare. But, um, you know, even though Kobe... Yeah, Nigerian nightmare. Yeah, the Nigerian nightmare. Even though Kobe couldn't beat him, I would say that Kobe is like top right now like in the welterweight division he, he's top right now yeah so even though number two it's, it's not bad be number two you know what i'm saying because they both kind of top right now no especially they did 10 rounds you know like yeah to go and then uzman's like pretty much knocked everyone else out you know or you know he mauled woodley and then knocked everyone else out but i would love to see colby versus masvidal you know the former friends oh yeah because i think i mean colby's gonna f him up I say, yeah yeah i say colby beeps him probably. yeah he's gonna just take him down and maul him and colby's striking super underrated too you know and that oh I, yo i was gonna say something about that um first fight with colby and usman but i'm gonna like i said i'm gonna save it for the listen and everything awesome so now on to boxing so so for boxing so this was the first uh for the grossing cards for boxing was the jake paul ben Askren fight so yeah, a lot of people, you know, had a lot of interest in this as it was the first time Jake was fighting a former former fighter because Ben Askren was retired. Uh, but you know, primarily a wrestler, you know, never really never really struck, you know, I would say. And he was when he was in one FC, they're kind of comparing him to, you know, Khabib, you know, because he went undefeated and not only one FC but Bellator as well. But yeah, this was I'm not gonna say much about this fight. It was kind of a joke, in my opinion. Oh a lot of people just God. thought it was fake. A lot of people thought it was fake, but yeah, Ben Ben can't strike, and you know Ben's been hitting the head. And you just, you mentioned the uh, the Masvidal knee on him. Yo. So after you take a shot like that, anything you you take, your brain is 
you know, once you get knocked out the first time, if people don't know, your brain, like, you know, shuts you down quicker because he's like, oh, not he, like, your brain. You don't come out the same after that, bro. You do not come out the yeah, same. Exactly. Like, your brain's like, we can't be hit like this again. So you just, you don't just lose your legs and fall on your face, which is what happened. Yo. Uh, you know, he, f- he fell like a house of cards. Yo. No. First things first, man. When he, when they was doing the weigh-ins, bro, and the way that this man came in thick and flabby, bro. Yeah, man, that was bad. I'm like, wow. Like, first of all, I mean, this, this was, this was Jake's second fight after Nate Robinson, right? So we all like, I'm at, I'm at my boy's crib. We just all like, like I'm, obviously I'm going for Ben Ashton because I don't want nobody. I want, I want no matter of fact, I want anybody who steps up to be able to like, just beat Jake Paul. Like, please beat him at least once or have him like, don't matter. Just beat him. And, um, man, when I seen this dude step up to, like, the freaking, uh, you know, to, like, just to take the picture or whatever, and I'm like, dude, like, this dude came in looking like, like, I don't know what, man. He came in looking like one of my uncles, man. Like, just thick and flabby, bro. I was like, bro. I'm like, man, I mean, I mean, hopefully, we, I was hoping, too. Like, I don't know why, but I had all the hope in the world. I'm like, bro, I hope a miracle just happens. Come to the fight, bro. Bell rings. This dude walks up, gets knocked out in the first punch. I'm like, oh my god, bro! I couldn't, man. I couldn't. I couldn't handle it. Yeah, and it was tough and definitely disappointing because, like, like you said, I every time Jake Paul fights, I'm cheering for the other, the other guy. Even his first fight against Deji. Oh yeah, yeah. If you don't know who Deji is, that's KSI's younger brother. Yep. And yeah, I used to watch like his videos, not as much as KSI, but you know, I, I used to watch quite a bit because they did used to collab quite a bit, and then they kind of had a falling out, and then kind of came back together, back and forth, yeah. kind of brother, kind of you know beef or whatever. But but yeah, definitely always vote you know against Jake Paul. But then so on to the second highest boxing card, so Anthony Joshua versus Alexander Usyk, and this was a big upset. But if you didn't know who Usyk was, you know he's a cruiserweight champ, uh, and then moved up in weight. But yeah, I, I know they're talking about doing the rematch, and yeah, because Joshua definitely needs uh, to win this fight. Because you know, before this, he you know he was all the talk about Deontay Wilder, Tyson Fury. Yep. Uh, so they're gonna have to do this again. But yeah, one point two uh, pay per view buys, million pay per view buys is pretty good for a Joshua versus Usyk fight. As most people in the world don't even know who Usyk is if you're not like a diehard boxing fan. Uh, but on to number three, so the Floyd Mayweather Logan Paul fight, the exhibition. Yeah, I, I'm not. Even, I don't even want to talk about this fight because it was, it was just so messy and. Listen, man. And I don't like that. And Logan Paul likes to give himself so much credit that he, you know, survived. And I know, right, yo. And funny enough, I don't know if you saw this today, but remember the uh, Pokemon card he had around his. Yeah. So it just came out today that apparently it's a fake. Wow. Because uh, I don't know where he bought it, like maybe Amazon or some site, but they. And someone ended up doing research, and yeah, so many people have posted this, so you can go check it out. That's crazy. I didn't, I, I didn't know that. And it's, it's, it's all speculation right now, but the person he bought it from had no reviews before, like no comments or anything. Uh, so Pokemon's actually looking into it, and actually Pokemon released something that they think it's not real. And because he was saying it's like something like multi-million dollar card that yeah and he was flexing that you know the whole fight and after the fight that's exactly that's what i was thinking like the weight like his walkout he literally had that thing in the case so i'm thinking like oh damn this must be some rare pokemon car he got like i'm like all right bro you know that's cool but damn i didn't know it was fake i believe it was a charizard charizard card. yeah but uh but yeah that even like adds on to the uh the jokes on the paul brothers 
Uh, but we're not even going to get into that fight because that was just a lame fight. I did. I luckily just streamed it, didn't buy it. I would. I would. I would say it's about that fight, man. Like, first of all, I, I mean, it's. It's. I feel like it, like for me because I lo- I love Floyd. I think it's like always a good thing, always a good time to see Floyd get back in the ring, even though obviously it was an exhibition. You know what I'm saying? But Floyd, I believe, had a fight before this, right? He went to Japan, right, to have a fight. I forgot the dude's name. Yeah, he fought the uh, the Japanese uh, undefeated kickboxer, and he just he went right through him. Just. You know, I think that guy was crying after his fight. Yeah, no, I remember. <laughs> I remember. That shit. Yeah, because that was but, just um, all boxing, but, and, you know, that guy's a kickboxer, but he was, like, yeah. lighter than Floyd, too. So That was like fighting a Japanese mate, McGregor, you know, in the media or some shit like that. Like, they'll, like, promote him as, like, you know, oh, fought Floyd Mayweather in an exhibition match. Like, that, that's, that, that's an exhibition match. He didn't win, nor did he lose. I mean, obviously, we'll see, like, you know, obviously, we've seen how he performed in that fight, and, you know, obviously... The first round he came in swinging, but after that, man, he was gassed out. Floyd just like, you know, all right, let me just play around with you for a little bit. Tap, tap, tap. All right, cool. Duck and weave. Tap, tap, tap. All right, cool. We're done. That was it. That was the only thing about, and people, man, that fight was lame, man. Let's move on. I, 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 I feel the same way you feel now. Talking about that damn fight. Yeah, like, uh, and one day we'll we'll talk more about uh, some Floyd Mayweather because you know these episodes will be called One Two Mayweather. Yes, sir. And Floyd is you know the best technical technical absolutely uh, talented box boxer of all time in my opinion. You know you can argue with you know uh, Muhammad Ali, but to go fifty and zero, nope. You know in this day and age and all the former champs that he fought. You know, you got to throw, you know, even though Canelo lost to him, we'll zoom up some on Canelo too, and we'll get to some of Canelo's fights from this last year. As the number four, you know, ranked uh, boxing card is the Alvarez versus Plant fight, which was 800,000 buys. And yeah, a lot of hype for this. And those who don't know, Caleb Plant, he trained in the Mayweather gym for years, getting beat up uh, by everyone in that gym and Floyd himself sparring with Floyd, you know, to work. And he, you know, he's, he was undefeated up until this fight, but... To go, I, th- I think, hundreds of rounds with uh, Mayweather is, is pretty insane and a perfect way to, you know, build up, you know, that experience. And But unfortunately, you know, he's going against uh, Canelo Alvarez, who is, you know, pound for pound number one yeah. uh, currently. But, uh, yeah, so then number five, we got Deontay Wilder versus Tyson Fury, the trilogy fight. Yes, sir. Which uh, I thought this would have done a lot more, uh, but... I think definitely with all the delays it had with COVID, the injuries. Oh, yeah. You know, they were supposedly going to do the Joshua fight. And then, you know, Wilder's camp stepped in and because they had a mandatory clause, rematch clause. Mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah, only 600,000 buys, but unreal fight nonetheless. Great fight. Mm-hmm. And then the six is the Paul versus Woodley one, uh, which did. This is the end of August, September card. It did 500,000 pay-per-view buys and for those who are wondering about the second fight it only did uh supposedly six sixty four thousand or sixty five and jake paul is calling cap on that but there's no way that all these sites release that info who who's who's let me know who's trusting jake paul's word yeah no and there's that we'll get one day about the the whole dana white versus jake paul thing and like you know jake paul going on camera i think it's graham graham something uh, and like saying Dana White does cocaine and all this shit. Like, the, oh, the, yeah. I don't know, man. This Dana, like, and you know, it's funny. Dana came out with the video. Yes, I don't know if you saw, but Dana they came out. Um, yeah, oh yeah, I saw. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Jake, I retweeted it. Uncle yeah. Dana. <laughs> <laughs> he said, "He said, you think I do cocaine? Well, I, I, I challenge you to prove that you're not taking steroids." Jesus. And he hundred percent is on the steroids because they the because before you know Woodley was gonna fight, it was you know Tommy Fury and yeah, yep, yeah. I actually did a whole 
uh, Twitter thread of like the press conference and leading up to the fight. So I was super pumped for that because, you know, obviously I want Tommy Fury to not come out. Mm-hmm. Uh, but the, you know, his dad, John Furry, wanted a drug test and originally they said yes. And then they backed out of it last minute. I heard that. Yeah. So 100% on the juice. And, you know, you don't have to look super ripped. But it's all about, you know, it adds speed and it adds power. Yep. And performance. That's, that's, yeah, exactly. It's not just, you know, looks. Performance you know? enhancement drugs, you know what I'm saying? PDs. Mm-hmm. Exactly. So uh, that wraps up the, you know, kind of top 10 grossing cards. But now we're going to get into the fights. Uh, so I'm going to start with you. So let's go through your, your top three and then we'll kind of just like bounce back and forth. Okay, so um, I'm starting off with Kamaru Usman versus Jorge Masvidal. I should have put two because I didn't really mean the first fight. Definitely one of the like top fights I've seen this year for sure. Usman didn't come to play no games, put it like that. And even Jorge was asking for the violence because, you know, last fight, you know, he's talking about, oh, you know, wrestling and all that. Da, da, da. It was boring. Okay, bro. So <laughs> Usman said, say less. This fight, bro, for those who's listening... I'm going to just let you know, watch, just, matter of fact, the fight didn't even last that long, I'm going to be real with you, it lasted like maybe, what, one or two rounds, right, it was the second round he knocked him out in? Yeah, second round, second round, yeah, correct. Yeah, so that's, that's like, what, four minutes maybe, tops, probably, because I think it's like two minutes every round, I think, or more. Five minutes, five minutes, probably. Five minutes, five minutes, yeah. I'm telling you right now, man, go watch, go watch how that fight turned out, you would not, like, even for those who watched it live, like, you just, you had to jump out your seat after that, that happened. You know what I'm saying? But long story short, my man's like, it, it's one of the, it's like, it's a crazy, like, when you watch it, it, it looks like a simple knockout, like he just punched him. But the way that he got him with, like, the way he just hit him with that left, bro, I'm like, oh my God, bro. Sweat just flew off that man's head and just like fell to the ground, ground and pounded him, fight over. Done like that. You know what I'm saying? So, like I said, Usman didn't come to play no games. And that's what I like about Usman because wrestler, striker, like, that man will come to play. You know, he, he he's out to prove that he's the best for sure. Yeah, no, and I'll just jump in here a bit. But unreal fight. Uh, and right, I was just watching right before he knocks him out. Masvidal was kind of laughing at him a few times, uh, you know, after he missed. And that's another thing. Like, yeah, like there's certain fighters who do it, like the Diaz brothers, you know, animated yeah. all the way back to their early fights. But and Masvidal has done that before. You know, don't get me wrong. But I would say before he kind of became this big star, he was much more humble yeah. in the ring. And that's kind of why, you know, he lost a lot of these uh, decisions because, you know, he wasn't going for the kill right. all the time because he's always had this, you know, crazy power. But uh, the way Usman set that up and, yeah, just the, the slow-mo. And, yeah, UFC always releases these videos, kind of like the uncut, you know, no... Uh, commentator audio of just the knockout and you hear the fans reaction yeah and just the slow-mo of the sweat going off his face and like he was out before he hit the ground yo like, that was crazy i'm gonna and tell you Usman's never been knocked or uh, masvidal's never been knocked out too that was crazy mm. i'm gonna tell you right now like when he hit him when he when he first when he punched him right and it, like in the slow-mo cut of it you could literally see Usman after he punched him he like slapped i think i don't know if it was the right or left but he slapped one of his hands down <laughs> and then pushed him on the ground like with his shoulder like get up out of here and then once he fell to the ground obviously he started grounding and pounding him but that was like funny to me when he like literally like slapped his one of his hands down and pushed him on the ground like that should have me dying but um yeah man that was a crazy fight bro great crazy, very crazy fight yeah that was crazy but uh what do you got for your number two fight of the year i got gaichi versus chandler man yo when you talk about a real like slugfest and like two dudes who got like heart this is the fight like 
Gaethje versus Chandler, in my opinion, like, when I was watching it live, man, like, I really didn't know what to expect. And I was kind of going for Gaethje, but I also wanted to give um Chandler a chance, too. Like, I wanted to see, like, you know, like, you know, like, how he would perform against somebody like Gaethje. And, I mean, you know, even though he, he, he got beat the fuck up pretty bad, I mean, he still showed a lot of heart. And I think in the press conference, I'm, if I'm not wrong, didn't Gaethje was like, didn't Gaethje say, um, or one of them said something like, whoever shoots first is like a coward or something. And it was, and Chandler ended up being the one that shot first to the legs. Yeah, and uh, I remember the pre-fight uh, press conference. Yeah, they were saying that. Yeah. But yeah, Chandler was getting, and even like, because Gaethje, you know, he, I mean, earlier in his career in the UFC, he was just eating punches, you know, you yeah. go back to the Michael Johnson fight, the Eddie Alvarez, Dustin Poirier, he just eats punches. And, you know, being at Trevor Whitman's gym, who also trains Usman, also, you know, Rose Namajunas, like unreal. Yep. One of the best uh, coaches in the game just for like technique. And he's even, even developing some new gloves as well. He talked about on Joe Rogan, but yeah, like the technique that he's used but he still eats a lot of punches because he can yeah and yeah chandler did hit him with a few shots because chandler can you know hit too yeah you know we saw in that Oliveira fight in the you know almost knocked Oliveira out in the first round yep but uh yeah gaichi is a straight demon man like i don't even i don't even know like i can't you know he's always talked about i remember after he fought like james vick and kind of got back on the win streak he was like you know i only want to fight three or four more times try to get the title But he's like, I want to, you know, get, and he always gets a bonus. Yeah. Every single fight this guy has been in the UFC, he gets a bonus. Fight of the night bonus, performance of the night bonus. Like, it's just, yeah, shout out to Gaethje. And he's like a true, you know, speaking back to that gladiator comment you made about you know, yep. UFC and boxing, like he is a true gladiator going in there, Yo. willing to die. And just, he wants to show, put on a show for the fans, which is yep. crazy. I'm going to tell you, man, that fight right there is literally like how I said before. It's like watching two gladiators go at it. Chandler's a little bit smaller than Gaethje, right? Because Gaethje, I know, is, like, pretty tall. Like, he's not tall, tall, tall. Yeah, Gaethje's 5'11". Like, yeah. And then I believe Chandler's, like, 5'8". or 5'8", yeah. yeah. Chandler's pretty... But that's what I'm saying. Chandler has heart, man. Like, I mean, both of them were pushing, man. Like, they... Like, you didn't... Even though Chandler shot for the legs, of course, but Chandler was pushing, though, man. Like, he was taking a lot of damage and punches, but he was pushing, though. You know what I'm saying? And that's one thing I like to see about, you know, with fighters. Like, regardless of, like, maybe the height or how the body looks or whatever, you know, don't underestimate nobody because you never know what their heart is like. They, they could have the heart of a dog and, you know, come out victorious. You know what I'm saying? So Yeah, 100%. And, uh, yeah, I believe they both went to the hospital, like, right away. And, yeah, there was a photo of them, like, beside each other in the hospital <laughs> yeah. uh, room, which was... You know, great. They, you know, they, and they embraced after the fight. You know, they put it out. There was a lot of trash talk before, but mostly it was out of respect. You know, uh, Gaethje and Gaethje doesn't really engage in the trash talk unless it's yeah. like thrown at him. And pretty much the only one I can think of is like, you know, Tony Ferguson and even uh, the Michael Johnson. Yeah, he was like, I'm going to eat your shit whole. I remember <laughs> that line of, yeah, Michael Johnson. Michael Johnson's a good fighter, you know. Uh, shout out to him. But uh, so moving on. So I see on your number three, you got the Nunez and Pena fight. Which uh, just just happened and man, yeah, dude, that was one of the craziest fights I've ever seen too. Yo, if we if we if we talking about upsets, I'm gonna put this one right next to Buster Douglas and Sox, Mike Tyson. Yo, yo, oh my goodness, bro! Like I would like, bro. I'm full fledged Nunes fan. Like I wanted her to just come in, win, and just you know what I'm saying, like just dip out. Now I could be wrong. What was Nunez's last fight was with who again? Was um was it Cyborg or that was like way before? No, I, it was at like one forty five, and I want to say it was like 
against she fought Spencer. Or was it Valentina? No, she hasn't fought Valentina That's in Spencer. years. No, right. But yeah. it was it was a one forty five fight because I remember Pena was like, get down to one thirty five, like I'm trying to fight you. Mm-hmm. Uh because yeah, I've been Pena's been on my radar for a while. Like I remember she's from Spokane, Washington, which is a state just below uh British Columbia, but yeah, she's been super talented, you know, her wrestling, but yeah, she has gotten knocked out a few times. And going into that fight, I remember, like, oh, man, I'm going to, you know, just say this. But, you know, obviously on Twitter, I was like, you know, I was live tweeting, you know, this whole card. And I was, like, going pretty crazy for Because, you know, I'm a Amanda Nunes fan, too. Like, she's, you know, she trains, you know, she spars against men at AKA. And AKA is, you know, one of the, yeah, or, or not AKA, I should say, American Top Team. But, uh, you know, one of the best gyms in the world, too. You know, Dustin Poirier is at that gym. Uh, for those who don't know, and then, mm-hmm. yeah, I remember just Juliana was talking so much smack, and, you know, just going at Amanda, and I was like, yo, she's about to, like, die in here, like, Amanda about to catch a body, and I was, like, tweeting that, and, uh, and that first round, like, it seemed like that, yo. like, it seemed like Amanda was gonna maul her, and she took her down, you know what, and she was ground exactly. and pounding yep. her, but, yeah, Amanda got tired, and, uh, that second round was shocking. That was shocking. That's exactly what the commentators were saying because they were saying they were saying how Juliana was pretty much saying how um she's gonna tire her out. Yeah, you know what I'm saying like she's gonna, she's gonna tire her out. Um, <laughs> yo, like ah man, even my like when I told my when I came in later that night, right, and I told my dad, I'm like, yo, Nunez got beat, bro. <laughs> it's like yo, I'm like the bearer of bad news all the time for like our favorite fighters or whatever. Mm-hmm. And man, like I I couldn't believe it, bro. Like Nunez really got beat, but yeah. and it's crazy. All my friends. Like, most of my friends who, like, you know, be watching fights and, like, boxing UFC, like, they was like, you know, <laughs> I mean, it, it was time for her to get beat. You know, you can't run a division forever. I'm like, man, get up out of here with that, man. Get on with that, bro, because uh, I'm sorry, man. I, I was really hurt that Nunes, that Nunes lost like that. I'm like, I, I didn't think it was possible. No, I didn't either. And, you know, watching the fight back, you can definitely see in that second round, like, and, you know, I don't want to, like, keep quoting Joe Rogan, but, you know, even he was like, you know, she looked stiff in there. Mm-hmm. She was, you know, just trying to throw, not really protecting herself. And, yeah, she was tired, too. And if you ever have done, you know, boxing or just, like, hitting pads, when you get tired, like, you cannot, it, it's like your arms are so heavy to, like, lift yep. you up, protect your head. And, yeah, she got hit a few times. And the one thing I was shocked, though, when she had the arm under, I was like, I was watching it live with uh, my homies, and I was like, "Yo, it's not, it's not in yet." And then she tapped like right away. And oh yeah, 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 yeah. It just seemed almost, and I don't want to come on here and be like fighters quit and all, like, you know, uh, when Stephen A. Smith is, you know, because ESPN oh, man, has man, MMA man. rights, and he always going on about fighters quitting when yeah, we get the, man, you don't even know anything. You don't even know anything, you know? Look, look, look. Stephen A. Smith can never talk about fighting again after we see him box on the pads. Never talk about that that man again. Because after that Cerrone fight, he was like, didn't look like Cerrone wanted. And if you watch all of Cerrone's fights, he always starts slow. And like all the times he loses in the first round, he's starting slow. He's got to feel them out. And then those second and third rounds is where he really picks it up. And to say he like quit in there is just like, and I remember Joe Rogan like on live TV, he was just like, his eyes were like, yo, what? Like, what is this guy saying? Yeah. And they were just clowning him on uh, his podcast too afterwards. And then they, they even watched the, the, him hitting the pads. And like, there was a, I don't know if you remember, like the low shot, it was like a dick shot. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah, 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 yeah. Bro, bro, like, I don't understand, bro. Like, even, like, yo, look, let me tell you something. I was in karate, right? At age like 12, 13, right? Never have I ever, like, never 
have I ever gone that low? Maybe if I was throwing like a low kick, but my fist going that low to punch like how he was doing in that video? What? That don't even make sense, bro. Illegal punch in like real life. Like, I don't know what it is. Yeah. Like it don't even make sense. Like I like I don't I don't get it. And I'm not even gonna blame him because his trainer was, yeah, his trainer or whatever that guy was was holding it down there. Like I don't like that's on him too. But uh it, yo, and it was like the way he was sliding back and forth and like just going back and forth to punch and like go back. Like I'm like, what? But the worst part is like you watch that video, like how do you watch that video and like post this? Right. Like, yo, like I don't even know. Like that just makes no sense to me. But uh yeah, crazy, crazy upset, and it kind of reminded me of another fight. You got to the uh, Oliveira and Chandler fight, how, you know, Chandler kind of, I wouldn't say dominated the whole round, but at the end of the, you know, the first knocked him down, looked like he was going to knock him out, and mm-hmm. then, you know, beginning of the second round, Oliveira comes out and knocks him out. But, uh, yeah, we'll get to that, but I'm going to go through my top three now. So, number one, and yeah, it's, it's, this one was, like, probably the craziest fight I've ever watched live, like Ortega versus uh, Volkanovski. And I've been so hyped because they, you know, they did the Ultimate Fighter. And I used to watch the Ultimate Fighter a bit, like when it was on, uh, I can't remember the channel was, I Spike TV, I believe, back in the day. Mm-hmm. But yeah, they, they brought the Ultimate Fighter back for this. And yeah, I watched a lot of the clips on YouTube and stuff. And, you know, because I love seeing, you know, when even the Contender Series, when, you know, these fighters who aren't in the UFC and they come in and, because there's been a lot of stars, like, you know, Sean O'Malley we'll get to. Mm-hmm. And, uh, yeah, that's you know, the, probably the biggest star from the Contender Series. But yeah, this fight was crazy because Ortega, other other than Oliveira, he's, you know, the best jiu-jitsu practitioner in the UFC. Uh, the guy's got a crazy guillotine. Go, go check out his highlights. This fight was insane because, you know, this is coming off Ortega fighting the Korean zombie and kind of piecing him up. But then before that, you know, he got, he got effed up by Max Holloway. Like, I think it was like 500 punches to the face. Yeah. And yeah, he got beat up, but... Yeah, it was kind of similar in this fight. He was getting beat up at the beginning. But man, when he when he knocked Volkanovski down and then got him in that guillotine, me and my homies were like screaming. We were like, because it looks so tight. Like I thought for sure. And, you know, because it's Ortega too. Like this is not, you know, like we said, Connor going for a guillotine or Poirier going for a guillotine on Khabib. Yeah. This is Brian Ortega here. And, you know, shout out to T-City. Yeah, he like went for the guillotine, then Volkanovski got out, then he went for the triangle, and then he got out of that, and I was like, because you can even see like Volkanovski's head turning red, like mm-hmm. like it was going to pop, like like a blueberry or something, like that oh, was crazy, and and yeah, like shout out to Volkanovski, like, you know, I'm not the biggest fan because, yeah, the first fight I could say, yeah, he beat Holloway, but the second fight, definitely Holloway won three rounds, but yeah, he, he got more strikes on him, but it's also about the rounds you win because that's, that's how they, you know, judge the fight, you know, at the end of the day. Like, the scores are based on the scores in the round, just like boxing. And, but this fight, like, showed he's a true champion to, you know, be in that adversity and then come back and, you know, win that fight. And, like, you know, speaking of, you know, getting tired on the ground with, you know, Amanda and even Connor in that third mm-hmm. fight. Yeah, Ortega must have been so gassed because he was going for that finish. Like, I've never seen someone jump to guillotine so fast, too. Like, he knocked him down and then just, like, got it and wrapped it up in under a second, which was crazy to me. And the fact that he got out. But, yeah, this was just such an exciting fight. And this is what I love about UFC is, you know, sometimes, you know, you'll you'll watch a fight. Like, for example, the Costa versus Adesanya fight. I was so pumped for that and it just ended up being a joke. Like, I thought Costa was going to take it to him. 
And it, it just seemed like he was like playing around in there. He's throwing all these kicks. Like this motherfucker said, this guy said, I, t- I drank some wine before the fight. Yeah, I know, man. And like, and all that shit talk <laughs> he did to Adesanya before. And right. then to do that, man, like, I don't know. But, but Tori trolled him after that one. Yeah, I know. For <laughs> real, he did. Yeah, shout out to uh, Adesanya too. But so my next fight, second, I got Holloway versus Yair Rodriguez. And yeah, there wasn't a crazy knockout on this, but just like, I love Max Holloway. Earlier in the year, his uh, fight against Calvin Cater, one of the craziest fights. And yeah, Calvin Cater is a tough man too. Like, you know, obviously from Boston, you know, I imagine he's been in a lot of fights, but that was, you know, the fight where Holloway like stops, not stops fighting, like stops focusing on Cater and talking to the commentators and like, I'm the best boxer in the UFC, baby. And like dodges the punches while he's saying that. Like, I was like, what? Like, what? Like I was like, I'm telling you, man, he, he's like, a bad man. Some of these dudes, be, yeah, so yeah, these dudes be doing some unbelievable shit. Yeah, and and, and that shows that there's levels, you know. Like we talked, to, you talked about uh, Colby being, you know, a close number one. Yeah, and there's such a gap. But then you know Holloway and Volkanovski, because you know we saw it Holloway, Tega, and I'm not saying that's gonna happen again if they do fight again. But yeah, Holloway and Volk are like le- levels above, you know, that one people in that 145 division. But, uh, and yeah, shout out to Yair too. You know, I wouldn't say I'm the biggest fan of Yair because, you know, he has like backed out of a lot of fights. You know, he was released at some point, you know, for not taking the Zabit fight. And, uh, yeah, I wish, I really hope Zabit is okay because, yeah, um, I don't know if you remember watching his fights, you know, but he's been out of the UFC for like two years and he has like some serious medical issues, uh, going on. So he might not even fight again. I was just, um, watching Holloway yesterday, actually. I was looking at, um, Cause he was like one of the like he was one of the um youngest people in the UFC to like win a champion. I think he won it at like twenty five or twenty six. I think. Yeah, I believe. Yeah, he's um, second or third to uh, yeah. John Jones for sure. John John was like twenty three. I was like, what? Yeah, no, that's crazy. Twenty three. Damn. Yeah. yeah, no, John John's John's an animal. But uh, absolutely. And yeah, Yair too. In the, in this fight, he you know he was two years out from fighting, and to go five rounds with Holloway. And just the volume, those guys, like the amount of kicks Yair throws is crazy. And, you know, we, we talked about Jose Aldo, you know, as mm-hmm. he does. But to throw kicks at that pace, you know, in some ways, throwing a kick is, is a lot more energy than throwing a punch because yep. you got to stand back on your legs after. And doing all those kicks, like you saw, he could, he had to like be carried pretty much out of that oct- octagon because, you know, and that's a lot of his fights, you know, the Jeremy Stevens fight. Uh, as well uh but yeah that was amazing fighting it was just such a technical fight and i was just so impressed with yair that he was able to stand in there with holloway after two years out of the octagon and you know always everyone always talks about ring rust and i think dominic cruz says that's you know it's all fake it's all about your mindset going in and i I believe that too but we'll get to the the nick diaz fight and there was definitely some ring rust in that fight. Yeah, didn't Connor have uh, some ring rust too when he went against um, Habib? Hundred percent. Even the, uh, the you know the first Poirier, the second Poirier yeah. fight, I should say, uh, that we first talked about. Yeah, he definitely looked like some rust in there. Like you know, when you're sparring, like you, it's hard to emulate real fight speed and right. You know, actually, someone trying to kill you. You know, it's hard for you to get like because yeah. even now, like I think sparring, a lot of fighters like I know Holloway, like Holloway trains on Zoom which is another thing that we should point out. Like, that's just crazy. Like, he used to spar. He doesn't spar anymore. He trained, you know, in the pandemic. He's been training on Zoom. 
because uh, you know he trains out of Hawaii, but mm-hmm. which is another thing that's just crazy. The fact that after, because I remember hearing that after the Cater fight, and the fact that he did all that shit, and Mans was training on Zoom, like yo, like that's just mental. Like that's like you're built for this. Yeah, how yeah how. <laughs> Holloway's different, man. Yeah, shout out to Holloway saying it is what it is. Yeah. You know what they be saying about the Mawans and Simones, man? They they be some tough. I'm telling you, they tough, bro. <laughs> yeah, no, they're, they're tough motherfuckers. And then my third fight, uh, so it's the Gaethje and Chandler. Uh, yeah, that's that's your number two. But yeah, this was an unreal fight. So pumped for this fight. And yeah, I, I really didn't expect it to go the distance, I have to say. Like, I thought for sure... And mo- multiple times in that fight, you know, you could argue like uh, early stoppage or because yeah. the punishment that those guys were taking, especially Chandler. You know, you look at their faces after. Oh my God, Chandler's face, that bro. Oh my God, his head, bro. My man, my man's head. <laughs> you know, it definitely took some years off their lives, like. And I hope you know they they have a speedy recovery, and you know, because Gaethje you know wants to fight for the title, but. You know, he even said, because uh, after, you know, Oliveira was calling out Connor, he was like, if I don't get the title shot, I'm going to throw a dolly. I'm you know, like Connor, <laughs> threw a, Connor threw a dolly yeah. uh, in Brooklyn, you know, but uh, which, you know, he's definitely not going to do that. But uh, uh, but let's go on to your uh, four, five and six uh, fights mm-hmm. uh, of the year. Man, my fourth one, Deontay Wilder versus Tyson Fury three, man, like. Like, it was literally mandatory for me to put this fight on this list, not only because it was just like, you know, it was 2021 and the fight happened that year, but it's like, how can you not include this fight, you know, amongst the others? You know, I think this fight, in my opinion, man, is like, this fight was like, I think one of the best heavyweight, f- and I'm look, I'm only 20, you know, I, my man Stikes over here is like, I think he's like 24, right? Yes, sir. You know what I'm saying? So, because I'm still young, but I, I've watched like older fights. I've watched like, you know, I've watched a lot of fights. We both have, but I haven't like watched like all the fights. Like I have like older people who have before me, you know, of course, but man, like I've watched some heavyweight fights and, you know, I, a couple great ones, you know what I'm saying? But this one, man, like if you, if you watch the first fight that they had, right, you know, that was just like a fight off of like, you know, you would think of it like kind of like just a fight off of like, you know, who is like the better man in that ring. But then after that, you know, because the fight, the outcome after the first fight was a draw. Then the second fight comes, you know, that's when the beef is stirring up and all that. You know what I'm saying? Then Fury wins the second fight and the way he won that was crazy, right? Then the third fight. So now it's like kind of heart racing. Now it's like, you know, oh my God, like who's going to win this time? Who's actually going to like come out victorious in this trilogy? And uh, man, yo, first things first, right? For my man Wilder. Wilder is one of my favorite fighters. You know, I love Wilder. You know, he's done a lot of great things in the ring. And if, you know, he ever ends up retiring, you know, I feel, I feel in my opinion, he deserves it. Same thing with Tyson Fury. You know what I'm saying? Great fighter. He proved that in the second fight and the first fight, too, in my opinion. But um, I feel like I was like a testing ground for both of them. But he definitely proved it in the second fight the way he um did Wilder. <laughs> but in the third fight, man, like, the way that Wilder went about it, because, you know, obviously the, the whole talk of after the second fight was... Is Wilder going to change how he fights, you know, because the way that he regularly fights, you know, Wilder's like, I don't want to really put a name on it. But if you watch the way he fights, my man kind of like, he kind of goes like a lot of power shots, right? And that kind of, you know, ends up securing his wins most of the time, right? But then when you go against somebody who can like really, who has outboxed you on top of that, you know what I'm saying? So now you got to like, 
find a way to change his style up. You can't just you know stay with the same um, same style. So in the beginning rounds, Wilder did that. He he stayed with the same style for a little bit. But then when that, you know, when Tyson started coming, you know, and pushing, pushing on him and just, you know, start hitting him with some shots, man, he reverted back to his old stance. And we had Wilder dancing around the wing or dancing around the ring with, um, it's nothing but heart in my opinion, but unfortunately, it, you know, the outcome didn't come out the way that he wanted to. And Tyson Fury said, you know, he did what he said he was going to do. And that was pretty much knock him out. Tragic outcome because <laughs> I'm a Wilder fan, but you know. The fight was great, man. The fight was like one of the best of the year, in my opinion. And that's why I throw it on this list. Yeah, that that was an unreal fight. And that's actually it's number six on my list. But yeah, just to bring up the first fight and one day I'll do this. That was like when Tyson got knocked down. That was like down twice, right? Twice was it or once? I mean, just once, like when he was like, looked like he was out cold. I mean, he was. Yeah, (laughs) for being honest, that was like top five live moments and I, I was streaming on my laptop in my room and yeah tyson won that shouldn't have been a draw because tyson won at least eight you know rounds of that fight mm-hmm. and then to come back after that knockdown but for him like it looked like you know his eyes rolled to the back of his head yeah and then like at like i don't know it was like six or seven seconds he like stands up yeah and it was like yep. and i remember he was on joe rogan like it was like like god like brought him up or something like and he's back to normal like just like what that was some crazy shit and if you watch it back like the the ref was slow to the count like it was over 10 seconds mm-hmm. yeah that was insane and then yeah the second fight you know while there are all those excuses he had you know firing his coach like you said earlier and all those excuses were some dumb shit but yeah, yeah even was like they drug my water or whatever <laughs> like bruh like bruh. oh yeah 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 i mean look i'm not gonna hold him to that because i mean look i'm not i'm not saying how true that what he was saying was but you know what i mean like i mean because obviously this is like you know boxing has kind of like had that little you know boxing has a dark side so we know that but i don't know how true it was when they said that they drug my man's water the suit was heavy and this and that and i'm like wait a minute what like which one is it right but i don't know but you know i mean yeah exactly there's just so many excuses yeah hey man i, I mean yeah yeah it was, it was too many one too many but yeah and then in that third fight you know like you said yeah fury was like taking to him yeah but when wilder knocked him down i was like oh yeah yeah oh my god this is a fight yeah <laughs> it was so funny i was like i was watching on my laptop and you know we were watching my family me and my family were watching a movie and I remember I was just like watching, kind of going back and forth. And then it was just, and Wilder, like, you know, we said he's, you know, so fast and some of his knockouts are crazy. And yeah, another thing you should know. So he was in the you know, 2012 Olympics for the U.S. team. Yeah. Pretty sure he only started boxing like three years before that, which is insane. Exactly. And that's, that's, that, that's another thing you got to. It's crazy. Like this guy's God given power. And you know what's crazy? The same thing with John Jones, him and Wilder. Yeah. They both started kind of like late, late, late to the game. Yeah, yeah, like I yeah. And they end up becoming great. You know what I'm saying? Like, obviously, you know, Tyson Fury. Like, I mean, look, Deontay Wilder was undefeated before Tyson Fury. Never got beat, right? So, I mean, I'm not saying that Fury is his only adversity or his only like rival, but to look at what he's done throughout his career until Fury came, that's incredible. You know what I'm saying? And um, for both him and John Jones, even though John is undefeated in UFC and all this other stuff, but I'm just saying that it can it can prove to when you really want to do something. Like I feel like they are, you know, they show that you can do it. You know what I'm saying? Like they prove that. 
Because Deontay, remember, Deontay does was um started boxing for his daughter, conditions she has and everything, and just to get some money. And he started late. Come on, man. You know what I'm saying? I I, I give I give it to both of them, but obviously we're talking about Wilder, but you know what I'm saying? But salute to Wilder and Fury, man. Great fight for real. Yeah, so salute to both of them and yeah, I don't. I think that's the end of uh, their chapter for sure. But yeah, yeah. I hope I hope Wilder still fights. You know, it's gonna be hard for him to you know move back way up to the title. I would like to see him against Joshua. I think that'd be an interesting fight for sure. Yeah, I, I was looking at. I was thinking about him and Joshua too because Joshua does get hit as well, and uh, especially you know that uh, the Klitschko fight with yeah. Joshua was one of the best fights too. That I can't remember which round it was, but when they both get knocked down, that was crazy. That was crazy too. Mm-hmm. Uh, but let's get to. So your fifth fight is actually my fourth fight. So the Colby versus Usman too. Yeah. And, you know, we spoke earlier, like number one being like one of the best fights ever. And yeah, you know, Usman knocking him out. You can say the stoppage. And that's one stoppage where I'm like, Colby was clearly going for the takedown. You know, he was moving. Uh, and I remember he was so pissed afterwards. But yeah, he was just the, the lead up to this fight. Like, I remember it was like last year. And I think Colby, I can't remember who he beat uh in between he may have not fought in anyone you know after he lost but you know he was talking to Kamaru and it was on like Fox Sports and yeah uh what uh Usman just kept saying like I butchered your face I, and you could just see oh, yeah, you could see yeah. Colby just get mad and he's like next time I see Usman I'm gonna kill you I'm gonna yeah, kill you yeah, yeah, <laughs> it's yeah. So, oh it's so funny like yo oh my god it got me so hyped for it because I was like like Colby's like the only one and if you look at that fight, you know, going to fifth round, he was up in the fight. Mm-hmm. And at the beginning of the fifth round, you know, he was yeah. piecing him up. Exactly. Before he got knocked out. And, oh, like, just still, I'm like, come on. But, but anyways, we are talking about the fight. Uh, and, you know, just to go in the first two rounds, you know, Usman clearly winning those rounds, getting the knockdown. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I'm, I put money on Colby. very convinced he was going to win. A couple of things I'll say is this. So yeah, going back to like you know like the interview and everything with him and um Usman, man, yo, I, I remember that one line. Usman goes, "When did your balls drop?" That yo, yeah. I, yo, that had me dying. And Rashad's just Rashad Evans just sitting there, just like you know looking around. Is it like it's so funny? But um, but man, like, and I watched. I didn't. It was crazy. I watched the first fight not too long ago, man. And me and my dad was just like looking over it again, and um, was looking at it, and we was like, yo nobody shot the whole fight like not one takedown happened they literally stood up the whole fight and just threw all hands you know what i'm saying like this could have been a whole boxing match you know what i'm saying like bruh they didn't they didn't not one takedown like nothing just all hands and i was like wow like these dudes really don't like each other that's just crazy to me it's a perfect uh matchup and Obviously, like, you know, we're not going to say, like, oh, the matchmakers made a great mm-hmm. choice because he's just, like, number one and number two, you know, ranked guys in the division. But, yeah, the, the you know, styles make fights. And mm-hmm. the fact that those guys are such dominant wrestlers, probably the top two wrestlers ever in that division. Right. That's another crazy thing. I think Colby has, Colby has the most takedowns, you know, in that division ever. And, yeah, you could say George St. Pierre, but I think with the evolution of fighting, I don't think George St. Pierre wants either Usman or... Covington, if I'm being honest. No, no, no. He, 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 yeah, he, he don't want to see them. He, don't he can't see them. get concussed anymore. And I remember him, you know, talking about that. But Mm-mm. yeah, in the second fight, you know, you know, after those first two rounds, like Usman clearly up to nothing. You know, in my opinion, I think Colby won the last three rounds. But and, you know, he got the takedown on Usman. 
which like the commentators uh, pissed me off half the time, and then just Daniel Cormier in particular. Yeah, is and I, I I saw people calling him out, but sometimes some of the shit <laughs> just so biased, or he it doesn't even look like he's watching the fight. It's just like he's trying to be entertaining and kind of like Mike Goldberg was back in the day. But he was the main you know commentator. But you know, and I remember saying like, oh, he didn't get the takedown, but clearly his hand went on the mat, and and DC like wrestled for the olympics so that was another thing i was just questioning but usman's never been taken down you know he got taken down and yeah colby like tried like six or seven times to take him down but you know it's usman in there but like here's my thing man going Mm -hmm. back to the first fight like those guys like they're both wrestlers they're both great wrestlers Mm -hmm. they didn't throw not like they didn't not one takedown once like they stayed up the just straight up just all hands bro like that's crazy to me man yo I mean, here's my thing. When fights go like that, and I'm not even talking about like what they did in the ring and what they didn't do, but the fa- I'm talking about like, you know, like you obviously have like your predictions of what you think may happen, you know, to a person before the fight happens, right? Then that thing just goes like straight out the window and they just like they just brawl it out. Like they go all the way, like they don't like, oh my God, they proved you that these that they prove that I don't like this man. Like I want to kill this man. You know what I'm saying? And like I'm not taking him down like at all. I'm about to maul this man with my fist, man. Like I'm about to like, mm-mm. he's not looking the same after this fight. That's crazy. Like, I I, I enjoyed both fights in my opinion. Both fights were great. It's the second fight, if I had to rate the both fights, like the the uh, first and second fight, I would say the first fight still is like up there, in my opinion. Yeah, definitely. Because like even if you watch in the second fight after, and yeah, it, it almost seemed like Kobe was cautious. Yeah. Because yeah, he doesn't want to get hit by that right hand of Usman, yep. or any of his punches are hard, you know what I'm saying? But like, like, and then after he got caught, he was really, like, he wasn't engaging as much. He was kind of fighting from the outside. But he his jab was on point in those last three rounds. Like, he was, he was touching Usman, you know, quite a bit. Yeah. You know, he, and I believe he stunned him one, like, you know, he didn't knock him down or anything, but he did stun him, you know, one time, I believe it was in like the fourth or fifth. Uh, but what I do love at the end of the fight, and I don't know if you remember hearing the audio, but when they embraced each other. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. He was like, all love, all respect. I'm just trying to make you some money, man. Which is, at the end of the day, like, the antics, Colby, he sells fights that way. And yes, like, this only did, you know, 700,000. But for the type of fighter, you know, usually these types of fighters, you know, Usman and Covington, even though they're super talented, you know, yeah, even Khabib, you could say, like, up until his last few fights, he didn't, you know, hit one million pay-per-view buys. So he wasn't, you know, the, the big star, you know, until really after Connor. Mm-hmm. But the way they embraced and, you know, it's all love. Right. That's what I did love. Because, you know, I've seen Colby talk when he's not on that, you know, that gimmick he does or his pale sunning kind of impression, if you would say. Right. And, yeah, speaking of, like, you know, Colby... Uh, you know, he's from, I believe he's from, yeah, he's from Portland, Oregon or not Portland, but he's from Oregon and he trained at Chael Sonnen's gym back in the day. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Cause Chael Sonnen, you know, they were, you know, talking about before the fight, you know, he was saying like, they're good friends. They talk all the time cause you know, he trained there and, and that's funny that cause same with Sonnen, if you remember his earlier in his career, he wasn't, you know, talking shit and trash talking until he was trying to get a title shot, you know? Oh, oh my God. Yo, let me tell you this, man. Real quick about Sonnen. One of my favorite Sonnen quotes, and it's in my Discord bio, by the way, is, um, and I don't know if I got this all the way right, but I'm going to say it anyway. I don't care if it's one-on-one, two-on-one, uh, three-on-one, or five-on-one. I'm going to make them all need nine-one-on-one. That shit killed me, and I was like, yo, 
I'm remembering that quote forever, bro. Because that shit's funny, man. The way he trash talks, he belong he he belonged in WWE. Like I swear, like he was made for that, but he never never happened. But about Kobe too, um, yeah, like you said, Kobe sells fights, man. You know what I'm saying? And um, like obviously, like you know, I feel like everyone has heard of like he'll talk like all this shit online or whatever. But you know, when the camera's like you know when the camera's not there and you know no one's around, like he'll be a nice guy. You know what I'm saying? Like he'll he'll be nice. You know he drops the act. You know what I'm saying? So, but when I did see that. At the end of the, um, the second fight with him and Usman, you know, I felt a little peace in my heart. Because, you know, obviously we love seeing the guys have beef and fighting and all that. But when they embrace at the end, that that's something that, like, just kind of, like, brings, like, a wrap around it. You know what I'm saying? So Yeah. And, uh, and yeah, like we said earlier, they did, you know, basically 10 rounds. I mean, basically they did 48 minutes in there to, in the octagon together. And even Usman was talking after, like, you know, there's, like, a lot of respect, you know, to go that. Because they both think they're the best. Usman obviously thinks he's a lot better than Colby. But, yeah, Colby got knocked down and he and he came back, which I, I do respect in that fight. Because he easily could have, you know, just, you know, gone out on his sword. Uh, like many other fighters have. Uh, but moving on, so, uh, your number six is Poirier versus McGregor 3, which we've already talked about. And... Yeah, I would like to see number four. I would like to see an actual like fight because it, you know, kind of it says it's a TKO. But mm-hmm. and I remember after the fight, like Poirier's like, "Oh, I broke his leg. I broke it." And yeah, he 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 didn't like break his leg from a kick or anything. Yeah, no, he didn't break. It. Uh, you can even Connor broke his, his own shit when he tried to fucking. <laughs> yeah, he broke his own shin when he you know, landed on it. Yeah, and and like <laughs> and just the and we should talk about the, after the fight where you know Connor's like yelling at man's wife oh my god yeah. your wife is in me dms come to the club baby <laughs> <laughs> like, you know. connor's a bad man <laughs> yeah my look my dad i wouldn't say he hates him but it's like you know like i could play him i, I can i can go on my tv i'll play like a couple conor mcgregor videos he'll be tired he'll be like bro turn this turn this off he he don't want to see conor mcgregor or hear him because like connor's like you know i put him on he was like are oh, you watching that crazy dude again <laughs> yeah definitely not a good role model yeah right? nah, nah nah i have to say <laughs> like I don't want to say same with Kobe because Connor is like in a whole type of different thing of himself. You know what I'm saying? Like some people back then even compared him to Ali, but you know, like, yeah. it's just like when you even Tyson, yeah, you know, to a certain extent, you know what I'm saying? Like, you know, when Tyson was, uh, I think right before the famous, uh, I don't know who he knocked out, but it was when they were going to try and do the Lennox Lewis fight. Mm-hmm. Oh, and I wish I knew this quote. Cause it's just, it goes so hard and it's definitely was scripted too. But when he's like, He's like, praise to be Allah. I'm going to eat your children. Oh, and yeah, like, yeah, 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 yeah. He said, I want your heart. I want his children. He's like, uh, Lennox thinks he's a conqueror. No, I'm I'm, the, I'm the conqueror. I'm Alexander. He's no Alexander. I'm all that, yo. Yes. Oh, oh that was hard, yo. And like, he said, I'm the best ever. Yeah. I'm the most brutal and vicious and most... Mm, I remember that. Oh, that was... That was crazy. And and just with like Tyson's lisp is so funny, but just. Yeah, yeah. It, and I remember like it was a TikTok and someone put like some crazy epic music to it. And it just goes so, I guess you so pumped up. Yeah, I'm not trying to step in the ring, but you know, it, it <laughs> makes you feel like, yo, like. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? But that's how fighting's supposed to make you. It's, yo, I'm telling you, man, that's, that's literally how like it's supposed to make you feel, man. Like, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying? Like when you watch these fights, man, when you watch people get in the ring, get in the yeah. octagon, man, like I said, it's like watching a modern day Coliseum mm-hmm. with the yeah. gladiators, man. I'm telling you. Yeah. And it's uh, like similar to that, you know, Tyson quote when before the fight at the weigh-ins when. When Connor was like screaming at Poirier, it's like when you when you mistake a man's kindness for weakness or weakness. Yeah, it's like you made a mistake, and 
He's like, you're dead in that octagon. <laughs> like everyone laughing. And I was like, yo, this Connor's back. Like, yeah. And then it ended up being, but I was so hyped for that when he said that. I was like, bro, man, I'm like, when, yo, when the third fight, like, I, even I felt that way. Cause I was like hype. Like, I was like, oh shit. I was like, all right, cool. Connor's back, baby. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, he, he, we in this thing. You know what I'm saying? Like, we ain't got no more shaved head glasses on. Nice McGregor. We got the hair back. You know, shit talking and just like the antics is back, baby. Like we got we got him back. Come to fight, man's ankle said, "Nah, bro, I'm out. I'm gonna head out." And just it was it was done after that. But um, even Poirier had some shit talking after the fight too. Cause remember he did like his little uh Connor's like little stroll that he be doing around the ring. He 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 did like you know yeah. after the fight to mock him while Connor's on the ground talking to Joe Rogan, and that was funny too. Mm-hmm. He was like, you know, this guy's talking about he's gonna kill me and all that. Blah, blah, blah. I'm like, well. yeah, mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, that that was pretty funny, but uh. Yeah, and uh, we'll see what happens because Connor like obviously broke his shit. And I feel like that was definitely an in camp injury because like if you looked when Connor came out in that fight, he was throwing all those, all those kicks. Yeah. So I feel like he definitely because there ain't no way like a check like he because Poirier thinks he checked it from his you know arm and it broke it like there's no way it broke it like <clears throat> that's it wouldn't break like out of the skin like that right. or it didn't break the skin but you know pretty much almost but. Uh, yeah, so my uh, four, five, and six is, you know, Colby versus Usman, too, like I said. Uh, and then five is Usman versus Masvidal. And then, yeah, the Fury versus Wilder, three, uh, which we already talked about. But let's get to uh, my number seven. So Nick Diaz versus uh, Robbie Lawler, which was, you know, the return of Nick Diaz. First one or the second uh, one? The, uh, the second fight, I should say, because uh-huh. they uh, they had the first fight, like, what, like 15, 12 years ago. Yeah. Uh, beginning UFC days and that. And uh, speaking of the trash talk in the ring, and before the fight, you know, I remember Nick Diaz is like walking around. He's like Stockton, motherfucker, Stockton, mother. And he's like, yeah. he's like in there and like slapping Robbie. And he's like, what, what? Like, and you can see him like lift his arms up, like what? And Robbie was just like, yo, what is going yeah. on? Like, and Robbie was an animal back then too. He definitely was. And then yeah, worked his way up to be the champ. Like, actually left the UFC after he was cut, and then came back and he worked his way up. But yeah, so this was the rematch, you know, many years in. Yeah, Nick hasn't fought since, you know, he fought Anderson Silva way back. And then mm-hmm. he ended up getting that, like, what, like five to five or ten year weed suspension, which was some bullshit. Yeah, that, no, that, yeah, that was that crazy. That was some bro. bullshit. That was some bullshit. Because, like, they were trying to say it's, like, some performance enhancing, and which is just some crazy, some crazy. I don't even know. My thing is, man, how the hell do you leave somebody out, you, uh, out of fighting? For like five or ten years, yeah. man. Like that does something to like a fighter, man. Like that. Yeah. Even though the fighter could still be training, you know, and all that type of stuff, like that is still it's still nah. You don't you don't do it to a fighter, man. Yeah, because all he knows is fighting, and um, exactly you don't do it to a fighter. And man. yeah, there was there was a lot of like you know pre-fight stuff, like where his head was at. And I have to say, yeah, he he looked, you know, the ring rust was there, but I was just so impressed with the volume yeah. what he was throwing. And, like, yeah, he, and everyone was like, he's not even throwing hard, but, like, because he never, he never puts 100% on his punches. Similar to Colby, how Colby fights, you know, how he you know, puts 70% and, you know, more volume, but he was hitting with, mm-hmm. and I'm actually, at the beginning of the fight, the, the, uh, the jumping, like, spinning head kick, like, he jumped and then did the, the head kick and then missed, but... Yeah, I, I was like, I was really hyped because I was like hyped to see Nick Diaz, but just the combinations he was throwing, and even though it wasn't, he looked slow in there, and then Robbie to take all that punishment because I thought, I thought for sure like he was gonna knock like Robbie down because Robbie's taken a lot of punishment too in the ring, and yeah, it was kind of disappointing how it ended, you know, mm-hmm. 
when he got and like everyone was like oh he quit yeah man like that, that's another thing if you haven't been hit in the head you shouldn't be talking about anything exactly uh and especially you know diaz brothers have been hit in the head like thousands and thousands of times that's another thing diaz you brothers are dogs like, man tell you they dogs. yeah they're a different breed and yeah and they're like you know other than connor they're definitely some most entertaining and yeah shout out to that the nate diaz nate the younger brother of nick and his leon edwards fight that was another crazy fight. Yep. You know, at the end there when almost knocked him out. And oh yeah. And that's another thing. Like, yeah, like fighters who like point and and yeah, they they do that and they had had have had success doing that. But I remember like he's wobbling, like Edwards is wobbling, and then he's pointing at him, and it's like, go in for the kill. Like he right, right, right. could have had him out if he's not pointing at him, like in my opinion. But uh, I'm not a fighter, so I shouldn't you know say too much but but even even when he did that like with connor and everything like that i think when he did that with connor mm-hmm. that was like probably one of like the best like times he did do that because like facts it was like he he hit him he had him going he was like i got you going, exactly yeah yeah that was crazy that was crazy but yeah he came back you know for the second fight you know stuck at 170 which is another thing that speaks volumes to connor and you know because everyone always says like oh you know he just wants the money fights and but before the floyd fight this man was fighting anyone, anywhere, two weeks notice, one week notice. Like, it didn't matter. Yeah. Didn't matter. And winning. Knocking these guys out. And winning. Yeah. So, and winning. Yeah, props to that. But uh, Exactly. Yeah, I, I want to see Nick Diaz again, but I also don't because I also don't want to see him get that punishment again. And uh, yeah. Lawler is not the fighter he was. And, like, I can't see Nick Diaz going against, like, a young dog or something. For me, it was like a good grudge match. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like yeah. a fight that happened years ago and they brought it back. And, yeah. You know, you get the outcome you get. You know what I'm saying? I mean, with Nick, you know, I still think he's like, like people are going to love him either way regardless. Even after the fight, people still do, of course. With um, both Diaz brothers, Um, you know what I'm saying? They they always loved him. Same with Lawler, I think. You know, like Lawler, like, I think because the way Nick looked in that, looked in um the second fight, like physically, um, I was like, damn, like, you know, he could be the same probably inside, but outside it really didn't you know, feel the same as like how it used to feel. Like, you know how, yeah. <laughs> like five, 10 years ago when he was re- like, you know, when he beat, when he beat Lawler, you know what I'm saying? So, but, yeah. And like, he does like triathlons for training and, and that's another thing. Like if, I mean, I don't want to get on like weed talk or whatever, but you know, those guys like smoke so much weed, are probably high all the time, yeah. all day. And every time they have the fights, they're like lighting J's or hitting their dad. Yeah. Like, but they're doing like triathlons and like smoking weed, which is like, I don't know, that's some crazy. And I know a lot of, uh, a lot of people who do like those super like marathon runs, like the runs that are like, you know, 10 to like 12 hours, which is like another thing that's insane. Yeah. Nonetheless, let's get to your number seven. Uh, so this was uh, a very interesting fight. So the Derek Lewis for Cyril gone. So the interim title, a lot of controversy about this being an interim title because of the fact that Nganu fought like in March you know, won the title, and then they made this fight, I think it was, like, August or September. Uh, and, yeah, because we've, we've had it where fighters are out for a year and they still have the belt and there's no interim title. But it's, you know, getting a lot more popular now. And obviously there were some negotiation issues with uh, Nganu and the UFC. Yeah. But uh, Cyril gone, man. Man. Unreal fighter. Like, he, it's like he's a welterweight. Or exactly. Middle. It's the way he moves, man. In my opinion, like, you know, watching that fight, it was almost like kind of like seeing how a John Jones would be probably in uh, in the heavyweight division, right? Because we all know that John's been training, you know, to go up to heavyweight and all that. You know what I'm saying? And um, 
you know, I can't wait to see him perform. I can't wait to see him have his first match in heavyweight and how he's going to do. But, you know, just like kind of because, I mean, if you re- if you know how John is and everything, that you know how he kind of fights and everything. Um, He's like just well-rounded, bro. Um, Cyril, you know, in my opinion, like that's, again, like I said, another. it's, it's, it's almost like seeing that. Derek Lewis, obviously, like, because recently he, I think he's like, he just got the, the, um, the top spot for like most knockouts, I think, in UFC history. So obviously, you know, we don't even have to talk about his power and everything, whatever, you know, but he's always there to fight, of course. He's always there to like throw down. But, you know, when someone like Gon, you know, comes in, you know, wrestling and taking you down and, you know, just doing all types of stuff, throwing kick, like, you know what I'm saying? It brings a whole different, it kind of throws that brawler's game off. You know what I'm saying? Like, they, they like, oh, damn, like, you know, I got, <laughs> what can I do now? Like, they either stuck or they're trying to think of something new to throw. But um, once you're locked in there, you're locked in there. You can't, you know, like it's game over after that. Love both fighters. I think the fight was pretty good. Um, had to throw it in there because, like I said, I like Derek Lewis. Derek Lewis is always always entertaining. You know, of course, my balls is hot. You know what I'm saying? So, but I threw it in there because, like, you know, like I said, it's something to look at. You know, to look forward to because, as like, like I said, John Jones is coming into the heavyweight division. Um, and how Gon is going to perform against Nganu. You know, that's how I kind of look at. It. I kind of compare the two because, remember, I mean, look at Nganu, man. That his knockout power, bro. Come on, man. Like that that's something that's like you don't want to get hit once, none of that. You don't you don't want to get hit at all. So it's gonna be real interesting to see like how a technical fighter like Cyril goes against uh, a very powerful puncher like Nganu. You know, it's like it's like a boss fight in the game, right? It's like in Mortal Kombat, he fought Goro, which was Derek Lewis. Now he's fighting Shao Kahn, which is Nganu. I'm like, yo, mm. oh my god, bro. Yo. <laughs> and you know, of course, go ahead, go ahead. Yeah, and Oh yeah, and the fact that they, you know, used to train together, had the same coach. Yeah. It's very interesting. Or they used to have the same coach. Um, but uh it's something with their camp that I know that they um was like together and I know didn't they spar together at some point? Yeah, there's video of them sparring like I think maybe last year or whatever, but yeah, and like once, you know, Gon started moving up the ranks, you know, he obviously, you know, uh Francis left and yeah, he started, you know, we'll get to the Ngani and Miocic fight, but he started training with uh, Usman <clears> and, uh, you know, working on stuff like that, which is like another crazy element. But uh, yeah, because I remember it was like either the December card or the November card. They were like backstage and like Ngani like just walked past Gone yeah. and his old coach. And like his agent, though, or manager was like, yeah. Ngani just kept walking, which, and they got all offended about it, but it's like, yo, like you don't need to be like friends behind the scenes. Like you can wait for that after the fight. You know, a lot of fighters make up after the fight, and he's got to feel some type of way about him getting the interim title shot. You know, right. months after. So that that's also another thing. But yeah, this could be a crazy. That's gonna be a crazy fight because, yeah, I've never seen anything like Gone. And you know, and they can say the same yeah. about Ngannou. But uh, Gone, the way he bounces around, and yeah, I don't know. Like, I don't know if John wants that smoke. Yeah. Oh no, no. John, you know, even if you look back at that Dominic Reyes fight, and you know, you could argue he lost that fight. Yeah. But uh, yeah, no, Dominic Reyes was hitting him with some shots, and exactly, you know, he gets hit by a heavyweight. You know, you don't know, but that's also like, what's John's power going to be like in heavyweight? That too. And uh, he could also just wrestle these guys. You know, that that's another. Thing just Khabib them it's, it's crazy you know, yeah and exactly he could also wrestle too but it's crazy because the way with John like John you don't even really recognize him for his power or for his like you know you could you could you know like list those attributes of course but yeah you look at what he has the most dangerous thing on John is his mind mm-hmm. right John has like one of the most like dangerous minds in the UFC like period like yeah his mind very tactical mm-hmm. fight IQ like all that like so you know this like just how he's gonna perform against Nganu 
you know, Cyril, if he works his way up, like, that's going to be crazy, bro. But I hope Ngannou stays long enough for him to fight John Jones, because, like, obviously, yeah. we don't you know, recently with, whole, with, um, with um, Ngannou, um, if he, I think I heard if he wins this fight against Cyril, he has one more fight left, or if mm-hmm. he loses, then he's just, he's gone after that, but. Yeah, I heard he wants to uh, fight, like, Tyson Fury and boxing. And yeah. Rich. yeah. Don't go do that, man. I don't, I don't, I don't like when UFC fighters go to boxing. Like, I'm trying to see, like, only box, the only, one of the only boxers that I know recently actually went to go to the ufc was clarissa shields and yeah you know she did pretty good her first fight in my opinion for her for her first fight i think she lost the second fight right yeah and uh and fuck jake paul for like saying she had a trash yeah. fight, like which is like you know fuck him yeah like he's never won he's never fought anyone in his weight class he's never fought anyone his own age a boxer at that like come on man okay. and just because he put on you know i'm not gonna you know call her but um the female fighter that's been on his cards. Oh, Amanda Serrano. Yeah, Amanda Serrano. Like she's great. She's great. She's great. And he's just he's also he's like also using that like oh she's the female goat and right. <laughs> you know Clarissa Shields like she's like you know Clarissa Shields. You know she's like she like didn't even try in there and it's like and I remember Dana was like <laughs> so pissed at that but uh, I love when Dana gets on guys' heads. It's crazy but uh, yeah because that's another thing like like if Wilder. Couldn't beat Tyson Fury and Ganu's not gonna crazy. What's going on there? But uh, yeah, let's get to that uh, Ganu Miocic three fight because that was another crazy moment. And yeah, I, I had money on Ganu for this fight, but like that was so nuts. Like I, at the beginning of the fight, when Ganu stuffs the takedown and then takes Miocic down and then is like ground and pounding, I was like, oh my god, he's gonna kill him. Like I was like, yo, this is crazy because in the first fight. You know, he got taken down and then just mauled, you know, practically the whole fight. Uh, a lot of them in the first round, they were kind of standing up for most of it. But for him to stuff that takedown and then also take him down and then, you know, he was like, he had the one arm around his like body and then was just feeding punches to his head. And you can't take too many of that. And yeah, Miocic got out of there quick, but that was crazy. And yeah, so we'll, we'll talk about the Miocic and Cormier fight another time. Uh, but those are some good fights, and yeah, shout out to DC. DC's one of my favorite fighters. You know, if I were to fight, I would be like very similar. To, you know, I'm I'm five eleven. I got short wingspan, and he's probably got the shortest wingspan every time he fights. You know, and especially John Jones. Like John Jones had a foot longer wingspan than this guy, and this guy was still like, you know, in the second fight. You know, he was winning that fight up until he got knocked out. Like he was, you know, boxing, you know, outboxing John for sure. Uh, but yep. yeah, like I think definitely the punishment that Miocic took from Cormier getting knocked out, yeah, and then even in the second fight, you know, he was losing that fight and then you know came back. And then the third fight, it was you know pretty back and forth, but Miocic clearly won that fight in the third. Oh my but, god, yeah, because I like after they got back up and and Gano just like hit him with that straight right or left, I can't remember, and he just like got sent down. I was like, oh my god. And then, like, the ending blow. I think it was an uppercut, though. I think it was an uppercut, right? The ending blow was uppercut? Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, the uppercut. Yeah, the uppercut was first. <laughs> Man. And then he knocked him down with another punch, I believe. And then when, when Nganu got rocked, and then it was, like, right before the ending knockout punch, and then he mm-hmm. hits him with that check left hook, like, very Floyd Mayweather-esque. 
and then just sent him down. And the way he fell, oh my god, like it's just engraved in my brain. Yo, like this dude fell back. This dude fell back on his ankle. It right? looked like his ACL just like tore. Oh, and my like it was god. like his leg was like folded down. Exactly. Yep. Like that was oh, that was crazy. And then like Ngano hits him with a few more punches when he's already out cold. Like yo, imagine first of all, I imagine like, getting, yo, ugh. imagine getting uppercutted by oh that my man, god. but then getting like grounded, pounded by him, bro. Oh my god. God. And apparently his strike is like the strongest recorded strike in the world <sighs> ever, uh, which is another thing that's just crazy. That man's scary. Um, to be hit by that. Like that man is, that man is scary. <laughs> like I've been a big fan, like ever since he's came in the UFC, like the mm-hmm. Andre Olovsky knockout that was on, you know, a fight night. And then the Alistair Overeem knockout. Oh, that was some crazy wild God. shit. That, that, like, Overeem that was, knockout. Oh. Overeem's knockout can never be forgotten. The way he got knocked out can never be forgotten. I'm sorry. That was scary. I was, <laughs> I was like, and then that's when they, right after they booked the first Miocic fight. And Miocic was an underdog mm-hmm. for that first fight, which is also crazy. But, but yeah, I hope Stipe comes back. And uh, he wants that trilogy fight. Apparently, he's kind of holding out for that. I don't think that's going to happen. Ngannou's like, yeah. Ngannou having this fight, and it might be his last fight. I would like to see him fight John. I think that he should fight John for John's first. I mean, I don't think it's a good idea for Stipe, but that's a good test. Like, it's the only way he's going to get back to the title, in my opinion. He fights John because John John Jones and who knows with all the legal trouble we're not gonna get into and then oh yeah 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 that John Jones man like oh it was like the he was inducted to the Hall of Fame or whatever and then like and then the interview in the interview he's like I'm sober talking about like he's changed and less than ten hours later this guy gets literally arrested man like Like, I couldn't believe that I couldn't believe that at like five a.m. I couldn't believe that like my thing. You know what, man? I ain't even gonna get into John. Probably, we'll probably do a saving for another. Yeah, we we should save it. You know the <laughs> fucking John Jones. The ups and downs of the story of John Bones Jones. Like, Sorry, man. This is oh, a roller coaster. This guy has a roller coaster life, man. It's unfortunate, man. Like I, yeah. people have compared him to like Mike Tyson back then, but like I don't know, man. Mike Tyson, obviously, you know he's improved. Over and that's another shit. thing he, I think we know, should so. touch on. And you know, we're not gonna talk football here, but you know the whole Antonio Brown incident. Mm-hmm. And uh, oh yeah, and another thing I was gonna ask you too. Another thing that needs to be highlighted is like a lot of people online clowning him. And it's funny because a lot of these people preach, you know, men's mental health and you know look after your men, but then clown people when they're clearly going like this man. Like ever since you know he was knocked out from a hit he's been on these you know crazy tirades definitely cte is affecting him yeah. and so one could say that it's affected john jones too you would say that you know all the he's taking some punishment too like let's not like we don't know about his training and you know sparring like yeah it's not like this guy doesn't get hit in the head you know he definitely has you know multiple times so right you know cte is a real thing and you know, I know he's like, you know, he's talking about, I don't know, I, I'm not going to believe Oh, hell no. Says he he's said that shit, man. Who, who knows? He said that. Who who knows? Exactly. He And then, look, look, look. The, um, the, yo, the video he released after that, man, like, he's talking about, oh, uh, uh, the devil's working against me out of that. Like, man, if you don't stop oh that, man, God. like, just admit you need some help and get the help, bro. Like, I, I can't, like, here's my thing, man. And, you know, obviously, jo- Jones is the GOAT, man, right? But it's just like, dude. You are comp- like you are really ruining your reputation with the people who love you in the UFC and all that. And not only that, but now like your problems just like 
you know, your problems is like really close to home, bro. Your wife is, you know, like, yeah, come on, dude, man. Like, like, oh my God. His daughter called the police on him. Yeah. Oh, We're not going to get too much into it, but that's just dude need help, another man. level. And there's a whole video, like, there's actually a couple videos on him that I watched, like, not too yeah. long ago about him just being like narcissistic and all that type of 100% shit. 100% he is. And John Jones. Yeah, that's a lot of people at the top of, you know, their field and especially the fight game. That. But like, for John to say, like, the devil's trying to me, like, you're. You're drinking devil's juice, and then you're blaming it. Like, I don't know. It's just kind of contradictory. Like, he drank on his own. But, uh, yeah, nonetheless, we'll see what happens with John Jones, you know, in 2022. Probably won't fight till the summer or even, you know, later in the year. Right. Uh, we don't know with John Jones, but, uh, yeah, yeah that, that's the thing. I, mean, I hope he fights, but yeah. if he doesn't fight, I mean, hey, I don't know what he's doing. Yeah, but let's get to, so you're number nine on here as uh your number eight is nick diaz versus robbery lawler which we already talked about but uh, <laughs> and, uh i'm gonna chuckle here but uh, the tia fema lopez versus uh, george camboso and oh, you, you know uh it's, it's tia fema and uh yeah hopefully he doesn't hear this and you know you're out in new york so uh i'm not out there but uh he does deserve the tia fema after all the press conference antics and then after the fight and Mm-hmm. But yeah, let's talk about this fight because um, another fight I want to briefly just like an honorable mentions mm-hmm. the Lomachenko fight versus uh, Comey uh, a few weeks ago. Yeah, Loma, you know, he was the pound for pound number one for, you know, a few years. Probably like one of my favorite fighters to watch ever just with his footwork, um, just the whole story with his dad, like yeah. saying you don't, you don't get to box until you do like X amount of years in dancing. He did like ballet or you know some Ukrainian dancing. I'm not you know too familiar in the actual dancing he did, but he did that for like you know five to eight years, and then went into boxing. And you could see that in his footwork, and yep. he's got the power. But you know, yeah, yeah, he lost you know to uh, Tiafima Lopez, who a lot of hype behind that guy. I still remember. Mm-hmm. I can't remember which fight it was, but it was after like his dog died or something, and he like did the backflip in the ring, and it was kind of what put him on you know the map for the general uh, casuals. I, I would say I'm more of a boxing casual. Like I watch the big fights, mm-hmm. but in terms of there's so much you know boxing. I actually just got disowned, so I'm gonna be watching yeah. a lot more uh, this year. But uh, yeah, because I watch I watch the big fights, and then like you know the top five you know pound for pound in each division, I'll watch, and like other than that, but. Yeah, George Camboso, like, I think he was like, yo, 10 to 1 or 11 or 12 to 1. Like, just crazy underdog. That, yeah, I was about to say. But he yeah. took it to him. He took it to him. I was about to say, he, he was an underdog in that fight. Yeah, and yeah, and he took it to the pit bull, you know, Teofimo Lopez. Yep. Uh, but yeah, like, take me through that fight for you. Because, uh, you know, going in, I, I assume you're not the biggest fan of Teofimo Lopez. Mm-mm. But uh, yeah, just the whole thing about them going to the zone saying that it's been such a great time. And then afterwards, you know, yeah. on the zone and Eddie Hearn. But yeah, just go through and then the fight and even, you know, talk about uh, how he almost died in there too. So man, I mean, like when I watched this fight and I, I, I didn't watch it live, but I watched like, um, cause you know, I mean, you, you know how it is. You know what I'm saying? Afterwards, but pretty much, you know, just when I watched this fight, like I didn't really know what to expect from this fight. Obviously maybe going in. Cause when I like, What's funny is my first Teofimo Lopez fight, like what I watched, was against Loma. And I had, and I was going for Loma in that fight. I was like, yeah, I got Loma. Turned out, you know, obviously Loma, you know, lost that fight, but 
you know, I was like, you know what, man? I don't, I don't. Like, for some reason, like, something about Tiafima Lopez and the way he was moving after that fight, I just didn't like him. Like, I was like, I, I, need, I need to see this, this dude get beat one time. And, um, you know, obviously, like, you know, with his dad and everything, the way his dad is and everything, like, come on, man. Like, this is the way they be moving around and everything. I was like, yo, this dude got to get beat at least once. I got I to see him get beat. And, and, you know, that's when Cambosos came in and, you know, and, and did, did what he had to do. I think, in my opinion, I feel like Teofimo maybe underestimated Cambosos because I feel like, obviously, like, when they was fighting and everything and, you know, a little tap here, a little tap there, Cambosos came in and was like, you know what, bro? Fuck the dumb shit. Bam! And just hit him. And then knocked his ass down, and I'm like, oh shit, like that now. Nah, okay, I'm like, yeah, we in for one now. Like we we in for one. And um, I think and when he got when he got hit with that, you know, I think he got, I think he was, sh- I think he was like shocked at it. I think like a part of him was like shocked because like he was like, oh shit, like this dude, like damn, like I wasn't expecting that one. Like oh shit. And um, I remember I think I heard that uh they were saying how his dad like was in the corner saying you got him, you got him, you got him. Like his dad was just like throwing shit out to him, but it wasn't like stuff he should be hearing though. I don't know, man. I feel like in my opinion, Teofima like need, needed to be humbled, and that's exactly what he got. Shit, I, I remember hearing the one clip about his dad. You know, after after the Canelo fight, saying that his son has all the belts. You know, Canelo's not all, Canelo's not all, the only one. Yada yada. <laughs> and then came came you know George Cambosos, and you know you see what happened. He ended up losing all his belts. So I think you know I, I think in my opinion he, he kind of needed that sit down and you know just that like maybe like after that that loss you know to like really like make him think like all right you know what can't be out here like you know thinking I'm the best you know what I'm saying like when there's dudes you know who are always much hungrier than you that is always you know like. You know, they always got the A game on and always won, like, you know, like, they always um just come in, you know, wanting to win. And I'm not saying that Team Fima, you know, Team Fima didn't want to come in to win because you're a fighter, you know, you want to win. But when you, you know, I feel like he kind of underestimated him in a way. And, um, you know, you see what happened. And he, yo, after the fight, he looked beat the fuck up. Like, his face was, like, jacked up. Like, I'm not going to look, man, it wasn't as bad as Michael Chandler's, but you look at their face, you'd be like, damn, like, <laughs> shit. Like, I, I don't know, man, like. That, that was that was a bad beating. Yeah, that's how I feel about it. Yeah, and I think uh, some doctors spoke afterwards. Like, I think it was either he had like uh, wrong with his lungs, like, and they were like, he should have died, mm. which is another sad thing. But yeah, another thing on George Camposo, and I was obviously not familiar with him before this, but yeah, and shout out to Joe Rogan because we're always shutting him out. But when he came on Joe Rogan after beating uh, Lopez, mm-hmm. he talked about you know his working up in you know the game and stuff and. So I don't know if you remember Jeff Horn, you know, the guy who beat Manny Pacquiao in that upset and horrible judges mm-hmm. score, but like, and then he had the rematch mm-hmm. and he's Australian too, just like George and George actually trained with, uh, he sparred against Pacquiao. Uh, cause I can't remember Freddie Roach, Freddie Roach, uh, Pacquiao's trainer. They were at, they were at the same gym and he like just came up to him and was like, want to spar with uh, Manny? Mm-hmm. And he was like, you know, obviously going to take this. And, uh, I think, yeah, Jeff Horn, cause it was for the rematch. And Jeff Horn like felt the type of way because obviously you know, it's his countryman. But uh, yeah, that's another thing. Going back to Caleb Plant, I should say, and how he sparred against Mayweather for so long. And he did it for, you know, man, number amount of years. But I think Camboso uh, said, you know, he sparred like something like 50 to 100 rounds with Manny Pacquiao, which is another thing that will help you. And yeah, Manny Pacquiao, one of the goats too. Like, you know, still has the most... And uh, that's what Canelo's going for. You know, Canelo's going to get cruiserweight now, which is actually crazy that he's going to do that because that will tie, you know, Manny for the uh, belts at, you know, different weight classes. Because I think Manny was at like 
he started his career like maybe 120 or 115 and then like worked all the way up to like 155 and shit which is absolutely insane or he may even fought at 160 i would say but uh but yeah shout out to manny pacquiao as well but yeah his fight against Hogan was crazy too ain't gonna yeah lie. that was a crazy fight and uh yeah he definitely needs to retire i was scared that whole well, fight sure. i like, was scared <laughs> there was no way there was no way he was gonna fight earl spence he should not fight earl spence oh, no, no there ain't no way no. oh hell no and uh yeah i can't wait for that spence and Ugas fight oh i got uh, whenever spence. they do I got that spence all the way i got spence too and spence i i will say he looks a lot different since that car accident absolutely I was worried for him, man. After 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 that, when he when he was having that fight with Danny Garcia, I was worried though, because I you know obviously like I'm watching that fight and you know um, my people's like you know yeah like you know oh, like, they, you know it may take one punch or it may take you know a couple but yeah you know he 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 might not you know he might go down and I'm like I, I was like you know ah I, I I my dog got it you know what I'm saying like I, I feel like he 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 could hold himself down and he, that's exactly what he did mm-hmm. but you know before that he was dominant though because but you know. I think Earl Spence and um I ho- I heard my homeboy say this um recently he was like um fighters need to take take a page out of Earl Spence's own book because Earl Spence you know you know he like you know he got tired of waiting he's like man fuck this I'm gonna fight everybody and you are gonna have to come mm-hmm. see me you know what I'm saying and yeah that's exactly what he did you know what I'm saying so yeah and it's it's an unfortunate thing about boxing you know when all these fighters are with different promoters and like if you compare it to the UFC it's like if uh, every fighter had their own Dana White you know, as their promoter or whatever. And, yeah. you know, it's not every single fighter. Like, you know, DAZN and Eddie Hearn have, you know, a multitude of fighters. Uh, and then, you know, Bob Arum. Yeah. Uh, you know, I'm not sure of the other um, promoters off the top of my head. <laughs> Dana White doesn't like Bob Arum. <laughs> no, he hates that guy, man. There's, old, there's like so many old clips like 10 years ago of him just shitting on Bob him, Arum. Him and Oscar oh. De La Hoya, I swear to God. Oh, my God. You know, Oscar De La like, Hoya shit. <laughs> I don't know if you saw last year. Uh, it was one of the press conferences. Uh-huh. I'll send it to you if you haven't seen it, but it was literally like Dana brought a whole book, like a pan, like a do a tank. And he like, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I saw that. I saw that. He I was like that. bringing receipts and going at, he went in. It was like a solid 20 minute. He was, I was howling because he was just going in. He was just calling him cokehead, cokehead. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. The cokehead, Oscar De La Widow. Yeah. Oh my God. Yeah, cause and I'm telling you, man, real quick, there's three people that Dana White hates. Dana White hates. Yeah, he hates Steve Mazzagatti as one. Mm-hmm. Oscar Dilla. Yeah, I almost called him Oscar Dilla Widow. <laughs> <laughs> I almost literally called him that. Yeah, um, Oscar Dilla Hoya and fucking Bob Arum. Those top two people that man hates them. But like, man, and I, I really wish that. And it was it was really shitty. Like, uh, you know, shout out uh, Vitor Belfort, mm-hmm. or maybe not shout out because he's probably on the roids fighting these guys. But oh god, you know Wait, he fought recently too, right? Yeah, he knocked out. Um, oh, I'm trying to think of the legend's name, but he was supposed to fight Oscar De La Hoya, and I remember. Oh god, I hope he kills him. In there. <laughs> like, cause yeah, Vitor, and I can't remember who it was. It was wasn't he? Didn't he I fight a boxer? Am I wrong? Yeah, he did. He fought a. Uh, oh, for, was it? Uh, you know, it's not Foreman or no, 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 George Foreman. But it was. Uh, I forgot his name though. But he fought under the trilogy, shit, right? With uh, Shannon Briggs and uh, yeah. Rampage. Yeah, and he and he's. Uh, it wasn't the triangle one, the triad fights or whatever they're doing. Mm-hmm. Which uh, I watched that Mike Perry fought a boxer, and it was actually a pretty decent fight. Yeah. And then I believe it was uh, Frank Mir and the younger Klitschko brother. Not Vladimir, the other guy, but uh, Vitaly, and uh, that fight was okay. But was it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're right. 
Yeah, Vitaly Klitschko. And uh, and I believe Vitor was supposed to fight in there again. And, and yeah, he was. I want to see him fight Jake Paul. <laughs> like, I'm, I'm on God. Like, I want to see. Yo. Oh, that's right. Vitor fought Evander. Evander, right. Holy There field. we go. Holy Vitor field. fought Evander. Yeah, oh, my. Right. That was sad. That was sad. That was sad, man. I don't want to ever see, I don't want to ever see Evander get in the ring again. That's sad, bro. Because I remember the last time he fought, like, what was it, 10 years ago when he was like 45 or something? Yeah. And he got like sent out of the ring. Like that man got hit. Uh uh-uh. uh. Ring. Uh uh. Nah, I don't, I don't and that was really sad to watch. And the fact that came back and did this on what was it like two weeks notice or whatever. And it's like they they were saying how like because obviously like you know after the whole um Roy Jones and Mike Tyson fight, people wanted to see Evander or Lennox Lewis get in the ring with Tyson. Man, if Evander would have gotten the ring with that Mike Tyson, still he would have lost. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he would have gotten killed. Yo. Uh uh-uh. uh. Yeah. Yeah. But uh. Yeah, let's get to your 10th fight, and then we'll go on to, like, some honorable mentions. But, so the Sean Porter, Terrence Crawford fight. Versus Terrence Crawford, yep. And, yeah, you, you can argue, you know, pound for pound, like, top three would be, like, Crawford, Canelo, and Porter. You know, obviously Canelo's number one, but those three are, like, <clears throat> definitely at the top of, you know, the boxing world, you know. Yeah. But... That fight was crazy, and man, shout out, shout out to Bull Crawford, man. Man, the the round was it round ten when he knocked him down? Correct, it was like round ten or round damn. I, I thought it, I thought it was I thought the fight the, didn't the fight stop at like round seven? I think because then his they didn't, they didn't pull his dad stop the fight at seven or like eight eight or something like that or ten. Shit, that could be either one. Maybe maybe it was eight. Ah, uh, yeah, it was it was late in the fight, but it was you know a very competitive fight up until that point. Obviously, Crawford was yeah, funny. Crawford was because I, I think he had knocked him down a couple times before that, I believe. Cause I watched that one live. I think he yeah, he uh, stunned him a few times, but when he knocked him down, dude, the combo he had mm-hmm. to knock him. And I remember, I can't remember. It was like he was um, his cornerman was like telling him to do something, but I just remember seeing his face right before, and he just had like, and you know, obviously it's hard for me to say like, oh, he had death and yeah. coming to that round, like probably every single round he's doing that, but. You know, the way he just, like, slipped the jab and let and let Porter... Because, you know, Porter's a smaller fighter. Yeah, definitely. And you let him come to him and then piece him. Like, that was that was amazing. Like, Crawford. Oh. That's another thing, like, that I liked about that fight is that both guys was, like, bringing the fight to each other. And, you know, obviously Crawford, like, you know, known for his power. And, of course, you know, like, obviously some fighters, of course, were, like, you know, tread carefully with a guy who has power and not want to, like, immediately yeah. engage him. Nah, Porter was like, fuck that. I'm fighting this nigga. I'm fighting him. Yeah. Like, I'm bringing the fight to you. And that's exactly what he did. And I, and I think, um, yeah, Porter's shorter, like you said, Porter's shorter than Crawford, right? Oh, yeah. He's, like, yeah. solid few inches. Like, it, very similar to, like, the Chandler and Gale. Yeah. Like, that it's, kind yep. of height. And, and yeah. those kinds of fights, man. And, like, the arm reach, too. Yeah. Yeah. Hey, that's who, like, it show it shows pure heart, man. And yes, it was the tenth round. I just looked it up. It was the tenth round. Okay, tenth. That um, his dad stopped. His dad stopped the fight. Which right. I still think his dad should not have stopped. The fight. But you know, obviously, you know, you as a as yeah, a son, son. and yeah. trying, you know, you gonna stand by your dad. I get it. And then him retiring after that fight kind of was sad. I was like, damn, man. That's kind of like that's another thing. Like I don't know if like because obviously you know we talked about Floyd. You know, one two Mayweather. Yeah. Like you know his dad being his trainer and. Mm-hmm. But I feel like every other trainer, as you know, we just talked about Tiafima Lopez's dad. Yeah. And, you know, there's always like, it's like a Devin, ha- look, De- Devin Haney's dad. Look at that. You know what I'm saying? Devin Haney's dad. It's always a conflict of interest when it's like, you're, you're like, your blood yeah. is in there. And like, you're seeing him take punishment. And it's like, and like, I'm not trying to say like, oh, like everyone's coaches don't feel the same. Like, like it's like a father figure, but it's like a lot different. 
when it's actually your son in there yeah. or, you know, you're, you know, there's uncles who are training us too, but, uh, and mainly I'm like focusing us on uh, Lopez's dad because I feel like he runs his mouth too much. And like you That's said, funny. he doesn't give any input. He doesn't give any input in the corner yeah. that actually is helping his son. Right. I, yo, I heard he was drunk that night. That's crazy. Oh, I heard he was drunk. Well, that no, night. he seemed drunk after the fight, hundred percent. Oh, he seemed drunk. Yeah, after the fight. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hundred percent. When when he was like going at it with Eddie Hearn, like, come on. Mm-mm-mm. That was that was a joke. But uh, yeah, I want to I want to see. I've been like this. Has been like two three years. I've been waiting for Crawford and Spence, but obviously the car accident happened. But yeah, hopefully, like. I don't think we'll get it this year, but maybe hopefully next year. Hopefully this year, hopefully next. But whenever it happens, I'm ready for if it. They both can win, you know, and obviously with uh, the Joshua, you know, him losing to Usyk, you don't, you never know. In yeah. You never know. Right, right. That's what I always tell people, man. Like, you know, obviously people make bets and everything, but like one thing about yeah, boxing and UFC, this shit's unexpected, man. Like, remember, let, let, matter of fact, since we talking about fighting, let's never forget the man who put 300000 on Amanda Nunes. You lost that night, sir. That That is the real loser of that night. That's the real person who took the biggest L of that night. I'm That's sorry, tough. bro. That's the biggest L of the year it might be. You, like, you put your savings or have a, whatever you put in that and fight and then lost that. I'm sorry, bro. 300000 bro? I'm sorry. Yeah, I, I really hope that... I mean, I don't know how much this guy's got, but like put that amount of money down because like i i know like there's like you know floyd like he's putting that amount of money down yeah but this guy's you know hundreds of millions in the bank right i think he's like what now where it's like 500 mil or something like that oh my so god bro. it makes more sense so hopefully this guy's got like you know some like i hope he doesn't have just a million in the savings he just threw like half his shit right i mean hopefully ho- hopefully he can recoup or something <laughs> like i don't know bro you you put three hundred thousand down on a fight bro like what was he trying to like because it was like it wasn't even like two to one or anything one point what like some seven or six to one like i don't know man like those fights i don't know bro and yeah i i would have i would have definitely been on her but not not more than a hundred dollars like it's oh. funny man a while ago a while ago that man would have won some he would have won some if betting on amanda because my dog he's like telling me he was like yo when amanda fights always bet on amanda Nunes. And I'm, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, why not put it on the Rousey fight? Like, yo, right. your dog for that. The Rousey or Cyborg fight. Cyborg got fucking beat. Yeah, Cyborg. <laughs> I think uh, I remember, I remember watch because I was like, I was on like Betway or Bets365 and it was uh-huh. four to four or five to one for Amanda to KO her or finish her. Yeah. Which is like, yeah. So like that would have been a perfect, uh, I mean, I don't know if you put through 300,000 on that. Hell no, man. Amanda did get. She did get uh, rocked like right before, but then she just like right went right through her. Amanda's hands are so huge, like shit. Man, even Dana White said, "I have Amanda. I have Amanda do this fight, Jake Paul." <laughs> Facts. Well, I don't know about that now. Oh uh, we'll shit! Nah, I don't know about that now. But yeah, I'd love to see Amanda uh, get the rematch against Pena. Mm-hmm. And yeah, that, that's another thing too. Like when even with Connor and a lot of these champions, you know, not necessarily John. You know, yeah, you could, we, you know, you could say with all his antics, but when you get all that money, that notoriety, yeah. family, and your 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 family set, and because when you're you're working your way up, you know, you come from you know Brazil, yeah, you know, a lot of these fighters, you know, they're coming from these you know slums and you know these towns where it's like a lot less you know fortunate, and yep. you know, and shout out to Charles Oliveira because he was giving, and I think. Uh, I remember him and Poirier were talking after the fight. Like he was, gonna, Poirier was gonna give like fifty or a hundred grand mm-hmm. to a charity of his choice, and uh, Oliveira, like you know, basically was like giving out to like everyone from his hometown, like after the fight, which I thought was you know amazing. 
especially the fact that, you know, we said this before, but 28 fights in the UFC and he finally gets there. And I remember right. Oliveira getting like submitted by Anthony Pettis and, you know, him going up to 155 and then, you know, back down to 145. Mm -hmm. Yeah, no, he's, uh, he's been through it. But uh, that kind of wraps up our top 10. But we're just going to run through some honorable mentions quickly. Uh, so like I said before, Oliveira was Chandler. Another crazy fight. You know, Chandler had him in the first, almost, you know, knocked him out. And then yeah. Oliveira coming back. And that, that was very reminiscent of the uh, Nunes and Pena fight. Because, yep. you know, after those rounds where someone dominates, you're like, oh, next round, he's going to get him. Right. And then the fact that he made those adjustments and, and he knocked him out. And because, you know, you think like, oh, he's going to shoot, you know, coming into this round because he just got pieced up. Right. But yeah, he's really worked on his striking. And also shout out to uh, another fighter who, you know, been in the game a long time. Uh, the uh, light heavyweight champion. Oh, man, I'm forgetting his name right now. But he just beat Jan, uh, 42 years old. Um, who? Um, oh, Damn, I'm trying to think. Mm, the Brazilian. He's currently he's he's currently right. Yeah, he's currently the Brazilian champion. Light heavyweight. Damn. Damn. I'll quickly look here. I feel like I, I haven't been following the light heavyweight since John. Oh, <laughs> uh, what's his face? Um, and he lost. He he got mauled by John uh, years ago. Oh, um, wait, wait, wait. Is it uh Diago Santos? No, not right. Because he he no, beat San Glover Teixeira. Glover Teixeira. Yeah. Glover Teixeira. Yeah. He, yeah. Uh, like I remember that was uh the uh it was a main event fight night card uh Teixeira versus Santos because that was like oh, yeah, Santos. He got, yeah, he got fucked. And he up, like John. mauled Santos on the ground. But shout out to Glover, man, because forty two years old, you know, second title shot he's had, you know, obviously the first one was against John Jones getting mauled. But this guy's had some hard fights, like the knockout versus Rumble Johnson. Yep. The knockout from Gustafson. You know, the the like I remember that like that combination, just three uppercuts in a row. And the the last one just like sent him to the ground. But like this guy has like, taken some punishment. And yeah, he's changed his physique. You know, he's working out at the uh the performance center or institute that the UFC has. You know, he's on like, you know, been on dieting and stuff like that. But yeah, shout out Glover to share because that was and I and he beat you know Jan but yeah but still and, and still he's forty two as well you know what I'm saying he, he, he like yeah that's forty two man I mean like look and I'm not gonna say like you know I'm not I don't want to knock people and say like oh you old and all that but yeah you know in the fighting game it's very dangerous to be as old yeah I don't want to say as old as him but you know people have fought like older but it's like dangerous when you start coming to old age because you you you're, you're fighting these young guys man and yeah. these young guys are just full of like. You know, full of spirit, full of uh -huh. energy, full of just like a bunch of stuff, man. And yeah, dangerous. They man. got more, they're maybe dangerous. more drive, but yeah, yeah. The fact that he was able to pull that off against Jan, who who looked very impressive against Adesanya and then mm -hmm. Dominic Reyes, but uh, yeah, the light heavyweight division. I'm super pumped. Like that Yuri. Oh, I, I don't know Yuri pro this, like, something. Yuri pro something. Yeah, and the that knockout. Dominic, of I was about to Reyes say that. Yo, year. that was crazy. That elbow. Oh my god, that man's a bad man. He's, he, oh, he might be champ this year. I'm a fan of John Jones, so it's like, you know, obviously watching his fights, you see that man mm -hmm. throw his elbow a lot. When Yuri turned and threw that elbow at oh. Reyes and the way he fell, I was like, like, I was watching that at my boy's house, right? But on my phone, right? Because yeah. they was just doing some other shit. Yeah. I was just chilling on my phone watching that fight. As soon as I seen Dominic, as soon as I seen Dom get knocked out the way he did, though, I jumped back. Bro. I was like, oh, shit. I was like, damn. Like... <laughs> And the way, and look, right, this is what we were talking about in the beginning. 
the way that he fell, that could have killed him too, by the way. 100%. Because that's how the dude that um in the bare knuckle fighting, that's what we talking about earlier, he, the yeah. way he fell, yeah. you know, that's where he died from. The way Dom fell, like the way like his lifeless body just like went just yeah. on the mat, yo, it could have been the end. Bro. And like his last fight, the way he got knocked out by Jan, like, yeah. that was pretty vicious too. But yeah, like, and to have two knockouts like that is pretty tough, especially young. You know, he's in early in his career, like he's pretty much the same age as John Jones, but you know, he's only had like something like 12 fights uh, in the UFC. But yeah, moving on. So yeah, we obviously talked about Lopez uh, versus Camboso, Porter versus Crawford, uh, the Loma versus Comey fight. Um, yep. And uh, yeah, what I wanted to highlight on this was Loma like begging the ref. his corner to yeah, stop the yeah, fight yeah. and the ref. And like, yo, throwing the towel. Because Loma, man, like, and that's like, and I can't wait, you know, for Triple G to fight again this year because, yeah, I need to see Canelo and him number three. Like, I, I need yeah. to see that because he won the first fight. It was some bullshit tie, you know. I mean, I don't even care what anyone says. He won that first fight. The second fight, he, I, I would say, yeah, Canelo won that fight. Mm-hmm. But the punishment both those fighters took and the, like, the, the fact that, you know, Canelo's been on that run, this run since then, yeah. is insane. And it shows how good Triple G is. And Loma and Triple G, like, I know they're, like, European fighters, but they they fight the, the way they come out. And when you when you know there's a big difference between the skills, it's like they smell blood. Right. And they just go for those power shots and go for the body and then go for those hooks. Like, they're killers in there. And, yeah, Loma's at, like, 135. And then, you know, obviously, Triple G's at, like, 170. So it's you know very big difference. I, I ain't gonna lie, man. I, I had hope for Comey that fight. Like I was actually yeah, because I like Loma. I, I like the, I like them both, right? Mm-hmm. And um, like I was like, you know, let me let me let, let's see what Comey might you know let's see what he might do. Mm-hmm. Let's see let's see what he's yeah. made of. You know what I'm saying? Let's see what how because you never know. I mean, you know what I'm saying? Like I said, these sports are unpredictable, exactly. man. Like you never know. Yeah. So it's like let's just see. And you know, for like the first couple rounds, I had a little hope. You know what I'm saying? But coming towards the end, I was like, oh hell no. Nah. I see where this is going. And like you said, you know, Lomachenko begging his corner and the ref to stop the match, yeah. like, throwing oh the towel. God. Like, that's like, that's like, a- like, you know, it's, <laughs> it's gone to a different level when the fighter is literally like, who's like trying to kill you, not kill, but like, if the ref- <laughs> I mean, yeah, in a way, yes. And he's like begging them to stop it. Like, right. that's, that's crazy. If the ref was Steve right. Mazzagatti, Comey would have died. <laughs> Comey would have fucking died. I'm like, you- <laughs> Comey would have died. <laughs> Yeah, because that was uh, his last. I remember because that was like the Valentina's fight last yeah. year when he was she was just mauling that chick and and yeah, she literally like I wanted her to like die on her sword or like mm-hmm. which is just crazy. It is man, like, I'm thing you. to say, and that's that was his last ever refing fight in the UFC. But you know what's funny, man? Real quick about Mazagari because mm-hmm. I remember and going back to John Jones again. Yeah, fucking John, I forgot who he's fighting. Remember that fight with that dude he did like those elbows with that he lost that fight to the only loss in his record too. By the way, what's that dude's name again? I can't remember the. Oh, Matt. Yeah, it Matt, was Matt something. Uh, I forgot what his name. Matt Hart, not Matt Hardy, but uh, he said Matt Hardy. <laughs> yeah, Matt something. Oh, Matt Hamill. Matt Hamill. Matt yeah. Hamill. Matt, Matt Hamill, Hamill. Right. Yeah, that was some BS. But uh, yeah, dude, the 12, like, the twelve to six elbow. Right? Yeah, like yeah. when he was elbowing him, right? Oh and like Mazagati, Mazagati's just standing there. Yeah, dude. And it's funny, like it's funny, not even because of what John's doing, yeah. but because of what Mazagati's doing. Nothing. Nothing. Like so, John is elbowing him, elbowing him, elbowing him, and he looks up at Mazagati like, "Yo, you gonna stop this fight or what?" And it's so funny because it adds to you know 
what John has done over the years and who he is Max. and everything. Mm-hmm. And it's like, you know, John's like, you know, fuck it. I'm just going to, I'm just, I'm, I'm just going to disqualify myself. Fuck it. Bam. 12 to 6. Oh, can't do it. Oh, fight over now because he's fucking doing illegal elbows. Motherfucker, you should have stopped the fight when he was fucking doing the other elbows, like when he was about to kill him. Like, dude, like. Yeah, that was nuts. But, yeah, I don't even know. But yeah, like but, I said, with Call Me, man. Call Me, I had faith, but, you know, he, I mean, look, he he, he did the best he could, you know, and that goes to all mm-hmm. fighters. Every fighter on this list and every fighter, you know what I'm saying, that, you know, we know and everything. Mm-hmm. Every fighter does their best, you know, like they, they try their hardest, man. They train every day. Yeah. And do what they got to do, but you know sometimes you don't get that result. But that's why that's why you live the fight mm-hmm. every day. You know what I'm saying? So yeah, exactly. Hopefully, uh, Comey comes back yeah. as well. Um, but I imagine he's got to take at least five to six months uh, to get back here because he just fought you know, two weeks ago. Mm-hmm. But uh, so next, I got uh, Gervonta Davis versus uh, uh, Barrios. So Gervonta is obviously you know Floyd's kind of protege, if you want to say. Yeah, his la- this was his first fight of the year. I believe it was July. Yep. Uh, but his last fight, he actually had, you know, some struggles some at points in that fight. Mm-hmm. And I remember people saying online, like, oh, got to, you know, send Ryan Garcia on him now. Ryan Garcia does not want that smoke. Ryan Garcia does not. Like, so many, and like, oh, he always get gets asked this. And what? he's like, yo, he don't want to. Get the fuck out of here, man. But the thing is, he's going to have to fight him because... The last guy, uh, I want to say his name was Luke or something. That yeah, uh, Tiafimo, the one where he got or not 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 Tiafimo, Ryan Garcia, where he got knocked down and then came back and won. That guy lost, you know, a decision to Lomachenko uh, yeah. a few yep. years ago. I remember that fight. So he's working his way up, and Garcia had that. Mm-hmm. I think it's like Luke Campbell. I think it was Luke Campbell, right? No. Yeah, yeah, I think so. British guy, mm-hmm. but uh, yeah, I don't know, man. I don't like. Listen, man. I mean, I'm I'm saying throw him to the wolves because this guy like I don't TikTok yeah I don't fighter, like him I don't like him know, I don't like him at all yeah maybe I like that you know, he's like a Jake Paul bringing eyes to the ring right but Jake Paul ain't finding real fighters out here and he's gonna have to fight the Lomachenko's of the world yep. the Lopez's of the world the Combosas of he the gonna world. have to get through Davis though man he don't want he don't want Davis and he Davis. does not want Davis man Davis will maul him he don't want that <laughs> he don't want that. And even uh, Oscar De La Hoya was like, oh, no. He was uh-huh. like, they asked him in the press conference, and he's like, yeah, no. No, he's not ready. He's not ready to fight him. And, that, like, he's going to have to yeah. sooner or later. You know, he's working his way up. Ryan Garcia, like, he, he's like, he, for some reason, he's like, just strike me off as a uh, just a pretty boy boxer. You know what I'm saying? Just to kind of, like, brag I'm a boxer. I, you know, I did this, I did that. But he ain't go against no Davis yet, so he, ain't, he can't really brag just yet. But, you know. Like, it's almost like he's trying to be, like, you remember uh, Prince Nasir? Yeah. Prince oh, Nas. my God, bro. I don't... Like, it's almost, and, like, one of the, him and Roy Jones are probably my favorite uh-huh. of all time to watch, you know, just when they were in their prime. Like, they were unstoppable and, like, untouchable. Like, they kind of fight very similar. Yeah. Prince Nas was definitely, you know, his hands were down. But just the, he kind of, like, wants to have that flair about him. But he hasn't beat anyone of, you know, yeah, he beat Luke Campbell, who went the distance. And I remember they were talking on the podcast about him going the distance with Loma. And he was like, oh, he ain't that. He ain't that good. Like, bro, get the hell. I We need to see. What? For that comment on his podcast, they need to fight. <laughs> and Loma, Loma. Get rid of Davis first, then we'll talk about Loma. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, like, I, I hope he does, though. I hope he gets his block knocked off, man. Like, I don't, like, I'm not saying I don't want to see him ever win because it's like, you know, I'm not gonna mix the man personal life with his boxing, you know, thing. But it's 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 just like, man, like just the way you prance around, you know, thinking you are who you are. Like, nah, 
go against Davis, and we'll see what you can do. You know what I'm saying? But I don't think he's going to make it with Davis, so <laughs> you better get your skills up, my G. Like, you better. I don't think uh, Oscar De La because he's pretty much his last, because he lost Canelo, and that's his last guy. I'm laughing about has. this shit, man, thinking about him and Davis. <laughs> oh, shit. Yeah, dude, that's that's just it. And, like, even uh, the Nelk boys, like, had Davis on. Mm-hmm. They're like, yo, Ryan Garcia? And he was like, what? Like, yeah. Is that a joke? Like, you know, like, but this man's going to have to fight him if he wants to be champion. He's always talking about that. And I can't wait till he does. Yeah. No, it's going to be funny. But, uh, and then last two fights I want to highlight are fighters, I should say. So Shane Burgos, shout out to him. I love watching this guy fight, you know, especially the Barbosa fight. Like, man, <clears throat> that was the fight where, you know, he gets hit and then it was like the delayed knockdown. And yeah, tough to watch because he took so much punishment. That guy takes so much punishment. But the same card as the uh, the Covington Woodley, or not Covington Woodley, Covington Usman too. Mm-hmm. He fought uh, this guy Quarantilo, and it was the first. I think I've seen that one. I, I don't know if I missed it. Or I think I've seen it. I, I sound familiar. It was like I want to say it was like first or second. It was right before the Gaethje, uh in Chandler. I want to say, mm-hmm. or maybe I'm wrong, but. Uh, yeah, because oh, that was a crazy fight. I, I, yo, I saw it. Yeah, they got the clip on. I just, I seen that fight. I seen that fight. Yeah, that was crazy because I remember, like, the table beside us that I was watching, one of the girls at the table, she was super drunk, but she was such a big fan of Burgos, and she was just, like, standing up the whole time and, like, cheering, like, right up to the screen, and she actually, like, fell over. Oh, damn. <laughs> oh, shit. They kicked her out. But uh, anyways, like, she was such a big fan, but it was crazy. Like, they were going at yo, it in that fight. Yo, And... Burgos can take some punishment, then, oh, my God, like, that was a crazy fight. That was a crazy fight. And, yeah, Burgos is, like, he's one of those guys, like, he's a dog in there, too, because he can, we've seen him take that punishment, and, you know, he can dish it out, too. Like, even the, I uh, can't remember the fighter's name, but the bald, uh, Josh Emmett, when he <laughs> fought Josh Emmett last year in 2020, um, he lost that fight, too, but, like, he just, and Josh Emmett is a hard-hitting guy knocked guys out cold with one punch mm-hmm. he was just taking those punches uh that's another thing like if a fighter that take a lot of punishment like it's gonna yeah but the gonna way he got knocked you, out man you like, know like like is, oh my that that's like bro i i like yeah. your brain man like i feel bad for fighters brain yeah man. like the way he the way he got hit right yeah and he's still yeah. you know <laughs> bobbing up like he's still just you yeah. know bobbing bobbing then falls back, goddamn. Yeah, I know. Oh. <laughs> yeah, that was like brain just brain just shut off. Like, oh, it's kind of sketch. Oh my, that's scary, man. That is scary, dude. Cause I passed that. Look, I passed out before, right? And when you like, I wouldn't even, I wouldn't even compare it to getting knocked knocked out. But it's like, obviously, when you just like, when you pass out, when you get knocked out, and you open your eyes and you see like people over you and shit, and you're like, the fuck happened? You like, what the hell? Yo, that feeling, dude. Uh Uh-uh, man. Yeah, no, it's not a good feeling. Not a good feeling. No. But, uh, yeah, and then the last kind of two fights I want to talk about. So the Rose Nami Yunus versus uh, uh, Jean-Wei Lee. I don't know if I said that correctly. Two great fights. Two great fights. The first fight, amazing. The head kick. Yeah. Unreal. Like, Thug Rose. You know, I still still remember I watched the... uh, Thug Rose, man. The New York card, like, three years ago or four years ago. The GSP and Bisping card. And when she knocked out... uh, uh, Joanna, mm-hmm. and that that was crazy because she was a huge underdog. Yep. And even uh, I'm a big TJ fan. TJ knocking out Colby in that fight. But the second fight, 
was even crazier. And this was on the uh, Usman and Covington card too. But this fight was crazy. Back and forth. Yeah. Both like pretty much getting knocked down, taking each other down. And their faces just like, yeah, their faces were effed up after the fight. But would love to see a trilogy of this. Obviously, when you go up 2-0, it's kind of, yeah. you'll see what happens with even Usman and Covington. Because. He's gonna have to fight a few more times before he gets there. But I mean, I don't, I don't, because I don't think with um Rosen, uh, yeah, I don't think of, I don't think a trilogy will happen again. I mean, a trilogy will happen, in my opinion. I think that once you get beat twice, then you, uh, there ain't no shot after that. <laughs> you kind of cut after that. Yeah, but kind of get that special treatment. That yeah, he, he'll he'll lose like five more times. Then he'll be like, all right, yeah, especially yeah, Connor. The only reason why I say like potentially is because I think they're both of them are like leaps and bounds. Everyone in that division, you know, and. Yes, like, uh, what's her face? Um, Andrade, who, you know, slammed Rose on her head to win the title. Oh, my God. And that was crazy. But, you know, Wei Lee, you know, came at her. and That could have also killed her, too. And I just think, you know, the way Rose, you know, her, she's with, you know, Trevor Whitman now. And, mm-hmm. you know, I, I just can't see, you know, anyone else beating her other than Wei Lee. I think Wei Lee is definitely the most... Uh, well-rounded fighter in that division. Uh-huh. Uh, that's 115 uh, for those who are wondering. But yeah, we'll we'll see what happens. Yeah, Rose is hell of a fighter, and she's you know she's been fighting since the that division was created. And I think uh, what's her face, Carla, 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 or Cara Esparza, who beat Rose in the Ultimate Fighter, which was like the start of that division. Uh, to win, and then she she lost like mm-hmm. her first title defense against Yuana, and then Yuana went on that big. But they're gonna fight next. Dana confirmed that, so we'll see what happens in that fight. Because yeah, Carla has some ground game, uh, so we'll see what happens with that. But Rose is like you know her defense is pretty good because I'm pretty sure Wei Li is a better wrestler, than Carla Esparza. But that's gonna be a good fight because that kind of goes back to the beginning of this division, uh, back in the day. But but yeah, so yeah, we'll see what happens with this division and and because I I know there's a lot of people of like everyone knows Ronda Rousey. Yep, and she was on the map and you know she was in the movies and stuff. Absolutely, yeah. She she was like I in my opinion she she, she was like the McGregor of like the yeah, fucking uh, she was she was yeah. she was literally the McGregor. Yeah, there was a point like before McGregor was the star he was. She was the biggest draw in the sport. Yeah, you know, and she was doing a million pay per views, which is like for female fighting and this is crazy and i remember and i love ronda rousey because i remember when she was coming up and everyone was always asking like some you know, feminist questions or pay gap or you know mm-hmm. different thing like uh men versus women fighting and she always was like yo they pay me really well you know i'm the highest paid she, i think at the time she was like the highest paid athlete in the ufc mm-hmm. you know she was you know the biggest draw and she always brings it to like the UFC brought this, you know, sport together, you know, for women's fighting. And cause she was in strike force, I believe before. And then they, when the UFC bought strike force and uh, Diaz was in strike first, Luke Rockhold, uh, so many champions. Uh, I can't remember. Yeah. I think even, uh, Woodley, Woodley was in strike force before. Yeah. A lot of, yeah. Woodley was in strike force. Yeah. Yeah. A lot of, and that was just a California based promotion. Um, but speaking of real quick, because I want to throw out there, didn't um, Misha Tate recently get beat too? Yeah, she did. In a, in yeah. a different promotion? But no, in the UFC. In the UFC. She, uh, oh, she UFC? came back for that first fight. She won. And then I believe, yeah, she just lost. Um, I'm not sure to who. Mm-hmm. I can't remember. 
But uh, I forgot, I forgot who too. Yeah. But I, I mean, I remember, I remember seeing her at the uh, Nunez and Pena fight, man. And yep. she was <laughs> in the comments. It was like, why is um Misha Tate over here like standing up like she just wanted to fight or some shit? Yeah, because she, she got got, <laughs> got beat. Yeah. And that uh, that was that UFC 200 where she got effed up. Yeah. Like, like broke her nose and yeah, that was because like if you're not a striker and that like even the Rousey fight you look at that like mm-hmm. like she was trying to be a striker in that. You don't want to throw with Amanda Nunes. And yeah, yeah but shout out to uh, Juliana Pena. She, you know, outstruck Amanda Nunes, which is still like mind boggling to me. Yeah. But yeah, shout out to all the underdogs this year that came on top, all the veterans. And yeah, there's so many that did this year. Yes, sir. I was, um, it was one more thing because I think well, I was going to say Ronda Rousey. Like, I think in my opinion, she was, she's like, she was like a, uh, a gassed up sore loser yeah. because you know she was just like just like how she just like how she was after the fights you know the ones that she uh-huh. lost and shit like come on man don't, don't do that another thing is like when you're that big of a star and then you lose like that people like on your yeah immediately and i imagine she did some abuse online uh you know whether like cyberbullying or whatever but yeah but uh, people turn it back when you want that shit you know once it once it hits the fan people turn it back for sure yeah and and speaking of uh ronda rousey and Derek Lewis, the when Derek Lewis knocked out <laughs> Travis Brown, <laughs> we're Ronda Rousey finance all time quote because my God, that's why I love Derek man. I'm telling you, I, I don't even remember like right before he said that he was like, yo, this guy's yep. woman beater or something because you know there, there's some history of before Ronda Rousey, yeah, you know Travis Brown had some history of like beating his wife or a girlfriend or whatever, and then he made a comment like almost on live. Well, I I heard like, you can go watch the video, you can hear it. Um, but he, <laughs> we're around the rousey fine now. Yeah, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. He said that. No, he he said it out loud. And his coach was like, his coach was like, you could hear his coach like howling in the background. Derek, man, Derek Lewis, man, like that's I'm telling you, that's why I threw that man on this list, bro. Yeah, like, Derek Lewis Legend. is like the funniest motherfucker in in UFC. Literally, man. yeah. UFC like UFC history because he's actually like not faking yeah. like some of these uh, exactly he's real like when he knocked out uh he's genuine as hell the Russian guy on like the Connor and Khabib card like what like what five seconds left like that was crazy mm-hmm. and like took off his shorts and was like he just he he just topped the um the like I said the UFC the um, all time UFC knockouts right recently against Caucus yeah yeah I can't remember who he knocked out but yeah yeah oh uh, Dalkus no Dalkus, yeah yeah Chris right. Dalkus yeah that's right Dalkus yeah but that like. And then he started, <laughs> starts money dancing after yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> and then he, yo, and then he fucking took his shit off. He took his cup off and then threw it into the crowd. And a, a guy caught it. Like, yo, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's sus. Oh my god. Only sus. some Derek Lewis shit though. That's that's only some Derek Lewis. Shit. I'm telling you, bro. Yeah, only yeah, yeah. Black Beast. Shout out to the Black Beast. His yeah, his Instagram's funny as hell too. Oh my god, bro. Yeah, if you haven't, uh, yeah. they said Derek, what you gonna do after this fight? I'm gonna just throw it. I'm gonna just go home. Throw my wife's legs into the air. Yeah. Oh my god. <laughs> but yeah, this wraps up our 2021. You know, kind of year end fights, UFC, boxing. Uh, we did primarily mostly UFC. We'll try to add in more boxing next time. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, this is the first one to Mayweather. Uh, Bobby, thank you for joining once again, second time on the podcast. No problem, man. Yeah, where can they find you again on, on social media? Y'all can find me on Instagram at Bobby Shades. That is, I mean, it don't really, the capital don't really matter. Just Bobby dot Shades. Yeah, awesome. We'll uh, try to have you back soon. Do some like music, you know, some movie breakdowns. We're gonna do some like TV show breakdowns. Actually, we're gonna do a wire breakdown. So I think you should Ooh. come on for that. That'll be that'll be a okay. fun one. We're gonna do some season breakdowns. You know. All the way, you know, season one, two, three, four, five, mm-hmm. which will be insane. But uh, 
yeah, thank you guys so much for listening. Uh, this was episode 39. Uh, yeah, go follow us on Spotify and add the playlist or add the podcast, I should say, on Apple Music, Google, wherever you listen to podcasts. And we'll see you guys soon. Thank you. Yes, sir.